Another live presentation from the Live 105. Live and local. It's Friday night. And time for Derby, Derby Panther, Panther Football. Football. Tonight's pregame coaches show is brought to you by Tender Care Lawn and Landscape. Discover the Tender Care difference. And now, here's the Alive 105 sports team, Kevin Payne and Doyle Phillips. Well, once again, it's Friday night, and we're really fortunate to have Coach Clark uh, here with us, as well as Coach Wietrich. Uh Coach Clark, let's talk a little bit about last week. We, we had a tough opponent in Mill Valley. Talk to us about how that game film broke down. Well, uh, obviously it wasn't great um, on, the, on the game film breakdown, but what occurred after it, I, I could say, you know, is a little bit different. But uh, um, last week, Mill Valley... Uh, ton of returning starters from a state championship team uh all of them 20 pounds heavier stronger bigger faster more confidence i mean they they were they were hitting on all all cylinders they had a couple defensive linemen actually four defensive linemen that that uh, were probably the best D line i've seen as a coach here at, at derby high school they had two middle linebackers that, that were amazing uh, their quarterback was coming back they they had number one who had a lot of carries last year too just ran phenomenal. They had an offensive line that blocked well. Their receivers, number five, their their tight end slash receiver was was super good, super confident. You, you could tell the difference between, besides size, um, the difference in that game was confidence. Uh, we had a lot of kids starting for the first time in a, in a high profile game. You know, we we came in all hyped up. Uh, the, the kids were excited, but as soon as they uh, struck us in the mouth, it, it was our, our kids. Kind of, you, you could tell their confidence level kind of went down, and uh, it, it seemed like on our sideline, everybody was kind of looking at each other. All right, who's going to step up instead of all right, I'm going to step up. Um, but you know, uh, like I said. Game film wasn't great, but it was a learning experience. It wasn't pleasant when we watched game film with with each other, and uh, um, we kind of our, our kids kind of saw where what what level we need to get on. And uh, um, I'm tell you right now, this this week was the best week of practice we've had all year. Uh, um, uh, our Wednesday practice, uh, it was raining, it was cold. Uh, probably could have been one of the best practices I've I've been a part of in in the last 10 years um, the intensity level is up our kids are hungry they don't want to see that again um, are, are we going to do it tonight I'm, I'm not sure but uh, I'll tell you we we got much better this year or the, this week because the kids saw themselves on film finally a lot of kids that really haven't watched themselves on film except for mop-up duty and uh, and they responded in the right fashion which I was happy to see yeah coach uh, coach Wietrich on the other side of the ball uh, uh, talk to us a little bit about how your defense perform you know first off hats off to mill valley you know last friday those guys they showed up you know one big question mark is always you know we didn't have a regular summer you know we don't have we didn't we didn't have our our time where we actually lined up against against a different team you know and actually went live fire against someone else whether it be seven on seven or a team team situation at team camp so you know, we were going a whole summer. Yes, we were able to practice. We were practicing against ourselves, practicing against our offense. Um, but we we never lined up against somebody that was different. You know, so 
there's there's a lot of bright spots in our defense, but but the confidence wasn't there against somebody that was different. And we lined up against Mill, Mill Valley, and uh, they were different. Those guys were really good, well well coached, um, very athletic in the sec- in the backfield, very athletic up up front and up line. They're they're big, and uh, you know we had a lot of new faces starting on defense. I had some stars last year playing from some new positions for us, and uh, to say to say you know the best thing I could say was it was a learning experience for us. I mean they they, they took it to us. They they out physicaled us, um, and it was a it was a, it was a tough thing to take at the time. But I think like Coach said, it was, it, I think it's going to be a positive in the end because we had a great week, and then tonight hopefully we'll see on film when we see uh, our film against Noon here tonight. We see the improvements and we see the different kind of mentality and the the attitude it takes to be successful on defense. Coach Clark, I know you touched a little bit on game film and what you saw. I know we had a JV game on Monday. Talk to us about some of the positives maybe that came out of what you saw. Some Maybe some players that you, you go, hey, they had a pretty good game. They maybe need to refine some skills or they need to do something. But talk to us a little bit about uh, some of those maybe underclassmen or the, or the things that you saw this week in practice that you can build on. Well, we've, we've kind of shuffled some people around uh, offensively uh, um, and, and defensively a little bit. But, uh, um, you know, if, from the game, if, if we're going to take anything positive from the game, I thought – uh, Dylan Edwards for the first time he started uh, I, I thought he uh, did a good job um, getting out in space and making people miss and, and just being special he had he had a couple good screens a couple good passes we really couldn't uh, couldn't get their three tech Ethan Creamer uh, or Kramer uh, last week so we didn't have much of a run game inside but I thought he was positive this week in practice though uh, golly uh, we, we always go against our scout team um, defense and scout team offense and I'm telling you this this last and I, I said this before this last Wednesday's practice I've never seen a scout team defense fly around like the way they did uh, last Wednesday and and I told those guys I, I said um, you know we got Miles Wash uh, who was just stroking people and it, it was fun to watch and and uh roman Bowden, cade sheldon um they, they did a great job they made our offense so much better because they had such a high motor in practice and uh made our offensive line and made our receivers really block and kind of expose some of the some of the things that we need to work on and uh um guys like that is going to make the team better and, and those those three guys are, are going to be starters someday and and they're going to be studs for us and you're going to be seeing them in all league all state you're going to be reading about th- them in the paper but but right now, those three three linebackers are sophomores, and uh, I, I, I wish our whole team would practice the way those three did. Our our whole scout team defense, our whole scout team offense. Because if we can get on that level, um, this this team is going to be special. Because our offense and our defense is going to be pushed every week. So uh, um, I'm telling you, this this week was it, it was one of the the best week week of practices I've I've seen. I've witnessed here, um, probably in the top ten, top five. But uh, um, we've got some special young players, and I'm excited to, to you know grow up the next couple of years. You know, this is uh, first week of school, and uh, you know up to now practice. You know, school hadn't been going on. You just been practicing uh, whatever time you practice, and no school involved. So now we've got a week of school. Uh, 
Did you have to change anything, or just just how did that week go for you? Well, personally, I had to change my sleeping habits. Had to go to bed a little earlier. But uh, um, I'll tell you what: go, going back to school brought a smile to my uh, to my face. Uh, I'm getting old, you know. I think I'm in like the 18th, 19th year. Of, I think 18th year of uh, teaching, and uh, um, you know this pause button that we hit. Uh, I, t- I told the kids uh, this has been the longest spring break we ever had, so uh, we're finally off of our six-month spring break, but uh, to get back in school with the kids, uh, it, it just rejuvenated myself. Just just to be around the kids and become a teacher. Some, sometimes a lot of a lot of football coaches, a lot of coaches get kind of one sided and think they're a coach before they are a teacher. But I'll tell you what, I was excited to be around the kids, and it was fun. And the kids were excited to be back at school, and the kids were excited to be around each other, even though it's not completely normal. But uh, um, it, it was good to get back in that routine. I'm a big routine guy. I think every football coach is a routine guy. They like routines they like to you know doing the same thing each week uh during the season but but it was great to see the kids it was great to see some guys that weren't just football players you know we've been pretty sheltered of of talking all all i've been talking to is just a bunch of football players but uh to see all the other athletes come back to school you know the volleyball players the basketball players and all that the wrestlers it it was a it was was a great week to see everybody smiling and and you know this is probably the first time i've ever seen a bunch of people excited about coming back to school you know the students you know they're never excited but uh i'll tell you what that that first day of school they were excited well coach uh you know we're in week two i'm not gonna lie to you doyle and i really like the drive to newton tonight uh, over going to mill valley but talk to us a little bit uh on uh, newton what we're going to expect tonight uh what you're going to face against this newton defense and we'll let coach wietrich talk about how he's going to stop this uh railroader offense okay first of all like i always do i'll talk about special teams they they had a couple big returns on punt returns and kickoff returns last week against Andover Central. Andover over Central, they lost two by a touchdown late in the game. And uh, Andover Central went to state last year in 4A. So Andover Central is a really well-coached team and a very good team. So if we're kind of seeing where Newton's at, they're so much more improved. Um, their special teams, like I said, they had a couple big returns. They had one call back where they almost scored, um, it, which was kind of a game-changer. They they took it all the way down to like the seven-yard line on a kickoff return, and there was a holding on the 20, which moved them back. It was like a 90-yard penalty uh, if, if you mark off the yards. But uh, special teams are good. They've got a good kicker that can put it about on the five-yard line or the four-yard line. And uh, um, so we got our hands full there. And then defensively, they, they run a 4-3, which is four defensive linemen, but it's kind of unique. Uh, they ran a, they, they run stand-up ends. Their ends are stand-up, and they kind of are able to read the backfield a little bit more. And they're about 200, 210-pound guys, uh, 220. But they can get their hands on, and they kind of – obviously they, they play high, but, but they kind of react more than they do just kind of shoot their technique, which uh, – it, it kind of poses – you're not used to that as an offensive tackle trying to block a guy that's standing up, just looking in the backfield to see where the ball ball's going. So it's kind of a different blocking technique. We worked on it, and I thought our kids responded pretty well. I was pretty excited. Um, they've got three really good linebackers in the secondary, did a really good job of, uh, um, you know, defending the pass and also playing the run. So uh, um, uh, they're so much more improved than last year. Last year we were watching the film, and uh, we showed the kids, and then – we were like, all right, this is them last year. 
and we show the film and they watched it and okay this is them this year and a lot of guys are returning but uh um but but they're so much better and so much you know more fundamental and, and technique sound uh, yeah, defensively, um, as, as far as we taking on us taking on Newton tonight, I'll say that uh, you know they are vastly improved from last year. Um, obviously, they're going to see um, we kind of got exposed last weekend with uh, last Friday with with Mill Valley, and they're going to see some of those things. I expect to see them, see, you know, kind of thinking they can take advantage of some of the same things on our defense. So um, they have a, they have an experienced backfield. They have a returning quarterback. They have a returning running back. They have a veteran um, offensive line unit. I think there's three seniors in. A junior starting up front that they came back from last year. Um, they uh, they do some good stuff. You know, last year, you know, we, were only, we only have one film on them from game one this year, but last year we have last year's film, and uh, those guys did a pretty good job scheme wise against us last year. And, and if and if our D line wasn't so disruptive last year, I mean, they could have had a lot of success on us. So I think you know they're, they're well coached. Uh, they know what they're doing. They know how to attack our defense and. Uh, and if our guys don't come ready to play, it's gonna it's gonna be a battle. So I expect our guys to respond from last Friday, and I think they will. Like I said, like coach said we had a great week of practice. Uh, so at the very minimum, we're gonna come out and be physical, and uh, we'll we'll see what happens. Well, as we always do, we finish up our little visit with team health. Uh, I think we had a couple guys, or maybe three. Uh, that didn't start last week against uh, Mill Valley, and uh, I, I hope I didn't see anybody walk off the field like they were hurt. But you know, give us you know, we did we did I think we lost Deshaun, and uh, but uh, you know, give us a rundown on our team health. Yeah, well, Deshaun got a little uh, not a little a, a knee injury, and uh, he will definitely be out. He's on crutches. You'll you'll see him down there. And uh, um, Deshaun did such a great job uh, these past three weeks of of. Uh, I mean, he is he is one of our best receivers, and um, he's a special player. So he he's going to be missed. Uh, Reed Liston, um, a little banged up from from last week, also. And but but we're getting Drake Thatcher back uh, at tight end. Um, he may play a little inside receiver, not not all tight end, but but he, he's going to be back. Then uh, Tanner Knox, he's still out. You'll see him down there in a boot or limping around a little bit. He just hasn't healed up from uh, from his injury, but. For the most part, I, I think we're pretty healthy. Uh, Quentin Dorsey, you saw him come in in the game, and he's one of our uh, junior, bigger defensive ends that that uh, that plays for us a little bit. But uh, um, he's he's also banged up and not going to suit up. So uh, uh, we are a little banged up for for week two, a little bit more than than I hope. But uh, um, we've got some guys that are hungry to prove themselves. So uh, I think the guys stepping up for him are are, are going to play well. Guys, as always, we appreciate you guys spending some time with us. Good luck tonight. Tired of pesky weeds? Tender Care offers lawn services like weed control. Along with lawn maintenance, they offer landscaping, irrigation, swimming pools, patios, cook centers, and more. Find them on the web at tendercarelandscape.com or you can reach them at 788-5416. Tender Care, located at 218 South Water Street in Derby. A proud sponsor of a Live 105 and Derby Panther football. KDKQ LP Derby Wichita 105.9 FM and worldwide at alive105kdkq.com Hey, it's a great evening for football. 60 degrees here, wind out of the south at 3 or 4 miles per hour. Well, the, the weird thing, we talk about this every time we come to Newton. It's a little different field 
as far as direction it faces. Most football fields face north and south, and down here in Newton, we face east and west. Yeah, it, and, and uh, it, it kind of stuns us sometimes. Uh, we get a crosswind or something, and, and I think the players have to adapt to that crosswind as well. So, uh, uh, you know, it's a little bit different atmosphere. The sun's coming out. Uh, we're pretty close to the start of the ball game, and, and you know, it, it, it's going to be a good night for football. Well, no question. It's week two of football season, which is great to hear with all the COVID-19 and all that these two teams are still able to play. A little bit down on the fan base. They're only letting about 25% of the people in, but, hey, we'll take it. Doyle, we uh, face Chris Jacks again. Uh, this is his fifth season here at Newton. He's got a 10-27 and 27 record. Last year, Newton finished 3-6, and six, lost to Emporia in the first round of the playoffs, 41-29. to 29. Yeah, and and he he's uh, he's building a program here. Uh, I, I believe he's gotten a little bit better each year, but my goodness, he's got a tough schedule. Well, and this is a team kind of like Mill Valley that they're returning 15 starters from last year's team, eight on offense, seven on defense. Doyle last week they lost really lost a tough battle to Andover Central. In that in that loss, Newton piled up 446 yards of offense, 115 on the ground. 331 in the air, and that was all led by quarterback Ben Schmidt, a 6'2", 170-pounder. Yeah, he, he's going to be, I, I guess, uh, he's going to be the quarterback that, that gets this offense moving uh, for Newton, and, you know, just like the quarterback for Mill Valley did last week. So he, there, there's a lot of pressure, if you will, riding on this young man's shoulders, but I imagine he's going to step up. Well, Schmidt last week was – was uh, 331 yards in the air, 20 of 36, four touchdowns. The big knock is two interceptions returned for touchdowns. Yeah, and that ended up being the difference in the ball game. Uh, they lost by one score, but you know you can't you can't fault that. There's a lot of things that go into those kinds of things, and uh, you know I, I I look for him to have a pretty good night tonight. Well, the running back is going to be Kenyon Forrest. He's a 5'10", 185-pounder. Last week, he carried the ball 25 times for 115 yards. So they can run the ball as well. Starting receivers, Peyton Maxwell, 6'160", Jake Schmidt, 6'2", 154, Xavion Martin, 6'170", and the tight end is Braden Butterwilk, a uh, week of 6'4", 215 guys. Just pretty good targets out there for Schmidt to throw to. Yeah, there are. These guys aren't short. They're all... Uh, six foot or better, and and you know that makes a big difference. Offensive line again, not not huge guys. You know we're looking across the board; they're going to average somewhere around 250, 260. So not over all a big big offensive line to face. Defense returned seven starters from last year. Doyle, their base defense is a four three, but those guys up front, those seven guys that are starters, are all on the front. Yeah, and and that that's going to really make the front seven very tough to defend for our offensive line well again not big guys davis mick at six foot 200 diego arlano at 511 260 ricky parga at 59 225 and max ruth at 61 200 again not horses but you got a lot of experience oh yeah lots of experience for those guys and and uh you know that's going to play out through the course of the year well, and I know Coach Clark talked a little bit in uh, pregame about the linebackers. He said, you know, these guys do fly to the football. He said they're a very aggressive unit. Again, all returning guys. And so you, you got to pay attention, and we've got to put hats on uh, on Newton. Yeah, and, and, and that, that's the main thing. And, and, and I know you've probably said it 20 times more than I have, but you got to put a hat on a hat, and we're going to have to do that with this front seven because they're a good front seven 
that Newton's putting out there. Well, I'm looking at the cornerback, Jonah Rimsburg, a 5'9", 180 pounder, and Ben Reyes, 5'9", 180. Well, you and I just got done talking about whether Rimsburg was a uh, any relation to uh, uh, a fellow that they had here a few years ago that was a real speed burner. Yeah, it, it, it's going to be a pretty uh, pretty good night for football here. Uh, we're still about seven minutes away, but, you know, it's uh, uh, a game that we're really glad really glad to be playing uh, i'm sure the kids are glad to be playing it and we had we paused for a moment of silence we didn't go away we just we just paused and I'm sure uh, listeners could hear the national anthem in the background. We just kind of paused during that part of it. And, uh, we're five and a half minutes away, and Kevin, you know, Derby uh, 0-1, they're, they're looking for their first win. Well, Derby had a rough week last week. I don't think anyone would argue that. Coach Clark talked a little bit about it again a few minutes ago, and, and you know, he said, he goes, you know what, we, we rattled off 26 games in a row, and, you know, maybe we weren't completely ready. Maybe we had a little nervousness. You know, lots of things play into it, but I know you and I saw Coach Clark earlier in the week, and as well as Coach Wietrich, and I know these guys are going to get the team turned around. And one loss doesn't make a season, as we've talked about numerous times, and, and you know, I, I really expect to see a different uh, Derby Panther team tonight. Well, and, and I, I think you're right, Kevin. I, I think these kids, uh, you know, they they realize a few things that didn't go right for them last week, whatever the whatever the reason. And uh, I think they're going to come out ready to play. What what we expect, you and I, I think expect out of them is is wherever they whether they're on offense or defense. That was the cannon. <laughs> that thing makes a lot of noise. <laughs> I think I, you might have seen, if you were here, you would have saw Doyle and I both jump. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but anyway, uh, you know, the Panthers, I think, are going to come out a little bit different. I think they're going to try to send a message. Well, last week, Lim Wash, uh, he led the Panthers in rushing with uh, 68 yards and a touchdown. Dylan Edwards had 11 yards rushing, just, or excuse me, 11 carries for 34 yards. However, he had a really nice screen pass that he took to the house, and I think it was about an 85-yard screen pass that was all Dylan Edwards. So we've got, uh, you know, Edwards, uh, 
you know, he's got to get, he's got to find some open spots tonight. The offensive line's got to give him the ability to run. And I know Coach Clark talked a little bit about Lim, and he said, you know, Lim was a little unsettled last week. And I'll tell you what, Lim Wash and uh, Dylan Edwards are two guys that I think you may see a lot of stats out of tonight. Well, I, I hope so, and, and that that's a that's a good way to to start tonight is is to get those guys out and get them some success because this this Raider team they're, they're coming in here ready to play. Well, and again, Derby's got a lot to prove tonight. A lot. Of, I know the kids, some of them that I talked to this week, were pretty excited about, hey, let's get this last one off our backs and let's start a new game tonight. Yeah, and, you know, we're about three minutes away, so uh, we'll give you the starting lineups for tonight for the Panthers on offense. Uh, the five down linemen at one tackle, junior Alex Key, 6'3", 270. The other tackle is sophomore Mitchell Johnson, 6'4", 225. One of the guards, junior Jonas Vickers, 6'3", 290. The other guard is junior Chris Thompson, 6'2", 280. And your center is Dylan Kahn, 6'4", 280. Tight end is Reed Liston, 6'1", 185. Wide receivers are junior Drake Thatcher, 6'4", 190. Junior Caden Brown, 6'2", 155. And junior Mercer Thatcher, 6'4", 185. Quarterback is senior Lim Wash, six foot two oh five, and the running back, as we talked about earlier, is sophomore Dylan Edwards, five eight one eighty five, one fifty five. The specialist uh, Reed Liston is your long snapper. Scott Simmons is the is your kicker. Holders Mercer Thatcher, and your punter this year is Luke Stewart. On the defensive side, on the defensive line, senior Caleb Gifford, six two one ninety five. Senior Isaac Sweatnam. Six foot two thirty and junior Andon Carpenter, six one two fifty. The linebackers, senior Luke Stewart, six foot two ten. Senior Colson Searing, six two two fifteen. Senior Jack Heilman, five nine two hundred, and senior Jace Jenkins at five nine one seventy five. The corners are junior Corey Atkins, six foot one seventy five, and junior Jameer Clemens, six foot one fifty five. Your safeties. Senior Kason Lindsay, five ten, one seventy, and senior Amare Ramirez, five nine, one seventy five. Those are your starting lineups as we have them. Well, Doyle Derby's in their green pants tonight with uh, white jerseys, white helmets as we talk every week. Derby's got a lot of color mixes that they can play in. Right now we're uh, at midfield. They're doing the COVID-19, I guess, coin toss, if you will. Just one Panther out there, one Newton uh, guy out there, and uh, we'll figure out here real quick uh, who's going to defend what and uh, who's getting the football. Well, they're all social distancing. The, the two guys that are up close to the officials, they're they're probably five, six yards apart. The officials are standing in between, so so you're right. They're doing the COVID-19 uh, social distancing thing, which is necessary. Kids are ready to go. I mean, I don't know what we're waiting on, but kids are ready to go. You can see them. You can, you can see, especially on the Derby sideline, these guys are ready to get out on the field and play. Well, and I think it's been a long week of practice. These kids do want to make amends for last week, and, and you're exactly right. They look a little more hyped up for tonight's ball game. We'll we'll see. They're getting ready to do the coin toss now. It looks like. I don't know. It looks like Reed Liston's making the call for the Panthers. And uh, no, that. Well, still a pretty good fan base here when you think about the restrictions they put on everybody that, you know, you look over on the Derby sidelines, they probably still have as many fans as a lot of teams have. 
Well, Newton is going to uh, uh, start the game with the football. They won the they won the toss and they elected to receive and and I was uh, a little bit wrong on that. If Amare Ramirez was standing out there from from the this angle, it looked like a nine. And when he turned, and I thought, oh boy. Well, again, you you got to go back to. Newton's going to defend the east goal line while Derby's going to have the west. And, and it's, uh, you very rarely see football fields that face this direction. Well, I, I know the sun was out for a little bit. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's somewhat overcast, but, you know, there's no wind. And it's really pleasant tonight. And, and I think our listeners, you guys are going to get all – we're sitting probably 20 feet from a speaker, so you're going to get all the crowd noise and – and the announcing noise throughout this ball game. Well, I think Newton comes out with a statement right away. I mean, most teams anymore like to defer to the second half. Newton comes out wants a football in their hands. Yeah, and, and I was I was shocked. I mean, and, and I think I think the the referee was too because he looked at him and he said receive. <laughs> So I think he was shocked because most teams will defer to the second well, half. And I, I think you know you got to look at it. And if you're if you're Newton, if you're uh, Coach Jacks, you say. Hey, we, we threw the ball well last week. Let's go out. If we can strike quick, you know, we, we got a different ball game. Derby defense, I know Coach Wietrich's chomping at the bit. He's probably pretty excited that, hey, we can go out and play defense right off the bat. Well, it looks back deep for Newton is Luke Hirsch. He's on the far side. I can't pick up a number on, on the young man on the near side. Looks like I'm being told it's number one. That would be Peyton Ma- Maxwell. So they're deep. Kicking off will be Simmons for the Panthers, and they're still kind of in their huddle. We're we're ready to go now. They break their huddle, and Simmons is ready. So are the Panthers. Again, wind shouldn't be a factor at all. Blowing out of the south at about three miles an hour. Well, and and you know again the, the kids are ready to go. They, they they're a whole lot more anxious tonight than they were last week. High end over end is going to come down to Luke Hirsch at about the five-yard line. Gets out to the 15-20, gets a bit of a break, and gets out all the way to the 30 when he's finally brought down by Reed Liston. Panthers had good pursuit downfield. They were really there. Just He made a nice cut, was able to pull the ball up uh, just shy or right on the 30-yard line. Found a little bit of a lane. Uh, Panthers had him at, at about the 15. He found a little bit of a lane, a couple good blocks by the Newton special teams, and boom, he makes it out to the 30-yard line. First and 10 for the Railers. Our, our, our seven guys up front are going to have to do a job tonight. They're going to have to put pressure on the quarterback. Smith is the quarterback. They'll run a spread offense similar to what Derby runs. Panthers showing a little bit of blitz. They hand it off to the back in the backfield, and he gets maybe two yards on first down. That was that was Kenyon Forrest. Uh, Schmidt's a good sized quarterback at 6'2", 170, a senior. And as we said last week, he he's not afraid to throw the football. Well, I, I think a lot of times from what I've been reading about Newton, they're more of a of a pass first. But here, the first play of the game, they they run it, pick up two, second down and eight for the Railers. Two wide receivers to the far side, a tight end, and a wide receiver to the near side for Newton. Back to pass, and sacked, hit immediately by the Panthers' defensive end. Caleb Gifford immediately on the tackle, and you're right, Noel. It was almost like no one touched him. He was in the backfield immediately. Good play call by uh, Coach Wietrich. 
And, and they were kind of showing blitz, but the guy that was showing the blitz, he didn't. And uh, our defensive end come in virtually, like you said, untouched. Third down and about 14. They got to get out to the 40. The ball's on the 26-yard line. Back to pass. Panthers putting some pressure on. Good play out there by the Panther cornerback. The pass is incomplete. It would have been a first down had it been complete. Uh, Corey Aikens had a nice play. You're exactly right. Timed it perfectly. Went up for the ball. Knocked it down. And, well, again, Panthers put good pressure on Schmidt that time, which makes a difference. You can't, as we said last week, you can't let an average quarterback have a lot of time. Punting for the Railers is DeHaan Nelson. Back deep for the Panthers, Edwards, he's going to let it hit and bounced over his head. Now he picks it up at about the 21, makes a couple good moves, gets out to about the 35, and slipped. he slipped on the turf. Yeah, Dylan, he really played that ball pretty well. I think he was going to take it on the first bounce. Instead, it takes another big bounce. He picks it up and cuts up field. You see a couple of moves out of him, and he just kind of tripped over his own feet. But uh, Panthers did a great job to start that defensive uh, first series. They're, they have the ball first and 10 on the 35-yard line, so let's see what the offense can do. The defense had a good stand. Edwards and Wash in the backfield. Edwards, with the pitch, gets up and hits a lane, gets out close to the 40. He'll be maybe a little shy of the 40 on first down. Now, pretty good pickup on first down. Well, once again, the Panthers are spreading out the field against the Railroaders. And they're in a semi-hurry-up offense. They're already up to the line, ready to go. Again, they give it to Edwards. He makes a move at the line of scrimmage, picks up maybe a yard. Going to be third down and about four. And, you know, he started off with two two carries with uh, Edwards. Panthers have some quick hitters. They have some nice slant routes. And, and uh, again, keep in mind, Lim Wash has got some good feet. Third and four. Now they're checking on the sideline for the play. No score. 9.23 left. Back to pass goes Wash. Caught. First down. Well, that was that quick little hitter. It was just a slight slant in by the Panthers and uh, picked up pretty quickly. Drake Thatcher on the reception. First down, Panthers. Now Thatcher's a guy that didn't play last week. It's nice to get him back. He went up and made a good catch on the on the football and a good pass by Lim Wash. <clears throat> Wash again, this time he keeps it, gets to the outside, makes a guy miss on his way. Ten down inside the forty yard line of Newton, so he picked up ten, maybe fifteen yards on first down. Well, once Lim Wash starts getting going, I mean it's gonna be hard for this this Raylor defense to stop. A combination of Wash and Edwards. Well, the Panthers are definitely in a hurry-up offense. They're ready to go. Again, Wash on a keeper gets inside, picks up maybe, I'm going to say, five yards on first down. Panthers get inside the 35. Well, that's a limb, Wash. You like to see spread out the rail or defense and just cut up inside. We didn't see a lot of that out of him last week. Second down and five. No score. They give it to Edwards. He cuts it back and just, I'm telling you, one guy got him or he could have scored. Yeah, he was wrapped up uh, 
pretty quickly right around the ankles by uh, Ariolano or else uh, he's going to pick up big, big yardage. So it's third down and four. No score again. 8-16. We're in the first quarter. First possession for the Panthers. This is probably four down territory for Derby. If they need it. Again, Wash goes straight up the middle. Don't know about that read that time. There was, there was nothing nothing there for him. It's fourth down. No, and I agree with you. I think this is four down territory. It, I, I just can't imagine that you punt from this this uh, part of the field if you're Coach Clark. Ball, ball's on the Newton 34-yard line. Panthers have been in a hurry-up offense. And, and again, remember that we picked up a first down hit. Thatcher, a 6-4 tight end. Fourth down. Back to pass goes Wash. He's rolling to the far side. Got a man in the end zone. But it's incomplete. So Newton's going to take over on downs on their own 34-yard line. Well, Newton had good pass coverage on that. And uh, Wash just tried to make something happen, and it really wasn't there. So, unfortunately, the Panthers' first drive stalls out. I think it was intended for Mercer Thatcher. And he was covered pretty good in the end zone, but it's easy for us to see up here. So Newton's going to take over with 7-19, no score. This is their second possession on their own 34-yard line. They show motion. They're tied in. Back to pass, quick pass. Just It looked like it was tipped at the line. And then almost intercepted. It was nearly intercepted. The ball looked like it was intended out there for Zebion Martin. And, well, that could have, uh, if, if we are able to hang on to that ball, uh, it's six points. That stops the clock with 7.15 to go in the first. Again, there's no score. This is Newton's second possession. Both teams have, have had at least one possession. And uh, uh, it, it, they're looking at the sideline, like much like Derby, getting the play called. <clears throat> That was just a quick slant route. And he threw it kind of sidearm, a la, a la Patrick Mahomes. Panthers showing a little pressure. They give it to the tailback. He gets hit and knocked down after a yard, probably two-yard gain on, on third and second down. So it's now third and eight. Now, I, I can tell you Coach Wiedrich's worked on these guys defensively this week. It looks like a totally different group of, of, of how we're pursuing the football. Third and long. So you got to figure, you got to figure that Newton's going to try to pass it, and, and then again the quarterback hadn't taken off running yet. He's a pretty good runner as well. Panthers showing blitz. Now Newton's checking on the sideline. Searing looked looked like he was getting ready to to blitz. Back to pass. Panthers got the quarterback chasing. Oh, that 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 was absolutely yeah, that, offensive pass interference. Yeah, flag came in, and it looked like offensive pass interference as he pushed off the defensive uh, our, our cover guy. But uh, still, a heck of a catch by the by uh, Newton. I don't know what they're calling, but that that had if that that could pass interference against. Uh, oh my gosh, they called it. They called it on us. Oh, yeah, there we go. Now saying, they yeah. change it. I, 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 I don't know where. Like I said, it was obviously on the offense. He pushed off of our defender. So 
that's going to be a big penalty against uh, the Railers. Yeah, our guy had him covered really well. You, I mean, it was obvious. The blind man could have saw that one. He, he, did, he just pushed him away, and you cannot do that. So that makes it third down and very long for Newton. 6.23 to go in the first. Again, no score. That just makes the field uh, a little bit different. Well, your playbook gets small when you got, looks like, 20 yards to go for first down or 18 or 20, somewhere in there. Back to pass again. Pressure. Panthers got pressure on him and sacked him. Yeah, you could see that time that somebody was going to get to him if he doesn't get rid of the football. Joel, you got to give our defensive back some credit, too, because there wasn't a railer open, so he, he felt the pressure. Looked like Gifford and uh, Carpenter were in on the sack, so Newton's down inside their 20 to the 16. Well, the Panthers should get pretty good field positioning after this punt. Well, both, both the receivers are back, and it looks like Edwards and Liston, they're standing on – the 48 yard, their 48 yard line. So yes, we ought to have decent field position, and it's going to be listing at midfield, 40, 35. Gets down close to the 30. He's brought down at about the 31 yard line. So really, after uh, three downs, four downs, we we just trade positions because we're still in about the same spot that we ended. Yeah, and we we give them the ball on the 34, and we've got it now on their 31. So it, it's uh, it's right. It's kind of a tit for tat thing, and uh, Panthers come out ready to go with 5:17 left, no score. We're in the first quarter. <clears throat> Panthers uh, need to put one in the end zone here. And straight up the middle, now Wash cuts to the outside, makes a guy miss. It's probably going to be an illegal block by the Panthers. Well, when you see that flag come out in that vicinity right at the cut, you're going to have to assume it's either going to be a hold or a block at the back. Yeah, it, it, it's got to be one of those two. Holdings, what they're calling. Well, and Lim that time bounced outside. He took it right up the middle. Wasn't any running room. He tried to bounce outside. That makes a tough play sometimes for those offensive linemen when, hey, they realize that their guy just bounced outside. They reached for somebody, and we got caught. It's still first down, but it's going to be first down and about 20. Ball's out to the, looks like the 42. Yeah, 21 yards to go. Clock is moving. Again, this time they give it to Edwards. He finds a little bit of a crease. He gets back 10 yards. He gets to the original, almost to the original line of scrimmage. Well, Dylan's fun to watch. He made a quick cut. You knew he was going to pick up pretty good yardage. Yeah, he picked up, I think he picked up 10. So it's going to be second down and looks like second and 12. Second and 12. Again, no score. Panthers in Newton territory. They need to take advantage of this. Quick pass. Caught. Looked like Drake Thatcher. He didn't quite get the first down. He's going to be short by four or five yards. Well, Thatcher's got two catches on the evening. Nice to have him back. Doyle, I just got word we've got some fans uh, driving back uh, from from Lebo area, and I know Brecken's listening to us tonight. So, you know, we're, we're glad to have more Panther fans listening on the road. Under four minutes to go in the first quarter. Panthers got third down and about five. No score in the ball game. <clears throat> I 
Back to pass again. Stepping up. Wash is looking, and he got sacked. It's going to be third, fourth down, and ten. Well, Liv didn't really have anywhere to go on that play. He tried to make something happen. Give uh, give the Railers uh, credit. They put a lot of pressure on Lim. He just was scrambling for his life. He didn't really have a chance to look downfield. That's yeah, going to be fourth down and about 11. So, yeah, he, he, he created a little bit, but he still needed one or two more blocks to, to break out into the clear. But he was making a few guys miss. So it's going to be now, again, fourth down. Clock moving, three minutes left, no score. Panthers on the 32-yard line of the Railers. Again, fourth down and long. Back to pass goes Wash. Again, he's being, now he's going to take off running. Made one guy miss, first down, and more inside the 20. Well, that's the limb Wash you want to see. He was back in the pocket, ready to throw. Nothing was there. He stepped up, made a couple nice cuts. Knew where he was at on the field to pick up the first down. Nice, uh, nice play by Lim. First and 10 from the, looks like from the 17 for the Panthers. Give it to Edwards. He tries to cut and find a crease. He still fights his way down close to the 10-yard line where he really had nowhere to go. He just slithered his way through and picked up that extra yardage after contact. And Panthers are on the move here. They they really need to put points on the board on this drive. Second and five. Trips to the far side again. Edwards cuts inside. Touchdown, Panthers. Now, I'll tell you what, Lim, or, or excuse me, Dylan that time, Made the right read. He cut back inside, and the minute he hit about the 10, you and I knew he was going to score. Nice drive by the Panthers, put points on the board. Yeah, it was it was good. The Panthers needed that. They've jumped out ahead. Uh, Simmons is in to uh, attempt the extra point. Thatcher hold, Mercer Thatcher holding for him. Remember, Simmons is a left-footed <laughs> kicker. Yeah, and, and I think he was something like 82 out of 83 or something. He, he just don't – he's pretty automatic. <clears throat> the extra point is good. Panthers lead with 210 to go in the first quarter. 7-0. While we got a while we got a break in the action here, tonight's broadcast of Derby Panther Football on Live 105 KDKQ. 1059 FM is sponsored in part by these great local Derby businesses. Tender Care, Lawn and Landscape, Confederated Builders, Derby Junior Football, the Derby Informer. Will Height Auto Service, MJB Heating and Cooling, Radio Shack of Derby, and the Derby Recreation Center. The next time you visit one of these Panther football sponsors, let them know you heard their ad on a live 105 during the Panther football broadcast. Well, that was, a, again, a nice drive to get down the field. Really, we saw Lim Wash do what Lim Wash does capped off by a very nice run by Dylan Edwards. Yeah, and I think I think we saw Dylan Edwards do what he's capable of doing. That that time he I mean he made some moves that uh, uh, you know it, it, to, to use an old saying some of the defensive guys may have broken ankles. <laughs> no question. And he, he's going to be he's going to be something else in a couple of years. Yeah, remember he's just a sophomore. Yes. Panthers lead 7-0. 2 to go in the first. High and end over end, coming down at about the 15 with Persh. And he gets back to about the 22, so pretty good coverage by the Panthers' special teams. Well, that's one of the things Coach Clark <laughs> talked about is he wanted better effort out of his 
his uh, kicking game. He said, I got to get those guys that want to fly downfield. And he goes, that means personnel changes, whatever it means. I'm going to find those guys that want to go down and, uh, and make contact quick. Yeah, and, and uh, so far on the two kickoffs the Panthers have, have executed, they've, they've covered them pretty, pretty good. Yeah, you know what I like? I, we're seeing our front three putting some pressure on this Raiders uh, offense. Well, and, and if they put the pressure on, that leaves our linebackers free to, to really wreak havoc. First and 10, Panthers lead 7-0, 22-yard line. They give it straight ahead. Panthers Media, stop him. Penalty fly no gain. They're going to call the Panthers offside. No. Well, and, and again, what you saw for Newton, I mean, the Panthers were going to bottle that play up immediately. Well, the, the, this side line judge come in signaling offside, and then the referee called false start. So, anyway, it went against Newton. It's first down and 15. <clears throat> no, uh, two minutes to go, first quarter, 7-0, Panthers lead. Back to pass, just a quick pass out in the flat, caught, hit by Case and Lindsay immediately. Well, and again, the pressure we're putting on uh, the quarterback, Caleb Gifford, was all over him, so they're forcing Schmidt to throw under duress, and that's what the Panthers lacked last week. And, and I'll tell you what, Kaysen was all over him, and, uh, I mean, he lit him up. He, he did what a safety's supposed to do. Second down and about 11 for Newton. They, they trail 7-0. Clock moving, 1.20 to go, first quarter. And straight ahead to the tailback, he picks up one, maybe two yards, hit by Searing. So it's going to be third and long. Uh, you notice this week we're showing a little bit different look. We're showing a little more blitz. That time Heilman came kind of off tackle and uh, came through and unfortunately made the wrong read, not really the wrong read, just where he was at, the running back went the other direction. But, uh, again, Panther defense is uh, a lot more uh, physical tonight than they were last week. Well, again, uh, I, I think uh, I think you've always said, you improved the most between game one and game two, and this is game two, so. No question. Watch a lot of game film, but you can't, can't tell till you're on actual game time speed. Another nice cover out there is incomplete. Hit again by uh, Lindsey, the safety. So it's going to be third and long. Uh, again, Panthers put a lot of pressure on, on the quarterback. Yeah, it was another slant route, and I tell you, that's where game time, you know, watching film plays a role because Lindsey was all over him. So put pressure on Schmidt, and you have a defensive back that's uh, all over the receivers. It usually comes out good for you. Going to be fourth down, 32 seconds to go. Panthers lead 7-0, and they're going to get fairly good field position. Well, except the – the, the punter just blasted one. It goes all the way back to the 30-yard line. Liston has it. Breaks a couple tackles out to 50. Down to about the 40-yard line of Newton. Well, Reed Liston <clears throat> made a nice catch on the punt. And you're right. That was a booming punt by the Railers. Liston finds the, the seam, gets outside, gets us down to uh, looks like about the 41-yard uh, line of Newton. Going to be great field position for the Panthers. They're going to get one, maybe two plays off before the end of the first quarter. They they lead seven zero, and uh, uh, so far the defense is, uh, I mean, playing way better this week. 
Well, if Derby stays with that uh, high-tempo offense, you're right. They may get two plays off before a week break. Wash and Edwards in the backfield. Back to pass goes Wash. Got a man wide open out in the flat, Drake Thatcher. He's going to get a first down to about the 30-yard line. Well, you know what hurts Newton is they didn't get a look at Drake Thatcher. They haven't seen any film on him. He was wide open, and Doyle, I looked up, Reed listened, and it just broke open as well. So Panthers are starting to find some guys down in the secondary. He's a big target, 6'4", 190. Back to pass goes Wash. Got another man out in the flat, and it was picked off. It's going to be a touchdown for Newton. Well, and unfortunately, you can see that one coming because – if you're Lim, you can't telegraph your throw, and he was sitting out there, and, and I got to give credit to the Railer defense. All he did was sat back there and waited, timed it, and he took it to the house. Yeah, that was definitely uh, definitely a problem for us, and uh, that that and like you said, the guy read that all the way. He, he read Lim's eyes. He read the direction he was looking, and Thatcher was open for a second. It's, it's a little out route. If you're a defensive back, there goes our defensive back. Cannon again. You're, you're, you just, you know, you're just chomping your bit back there. You're like, hey, I'm playing center field out here. I'm going to step in front of this ball. And once he did, there wasn't a Panther within sight. The extra point attempt to tie the score. And it's good, so with no time left on the clock, uh, scores tied at 7. This is Panther football on a live 105, KDKQ 105.9. We'll be back. It's football season. You know what that means? Cold weather is right around the corner. MJB Heating and Cooling has been locally owned in Derby since 1984. They offer system servicing, furnace cleaning, and new energy efficient units. MJB Heating and Cooling can be reached at 316-788-4884. And their website is hjbhvac.com. Proud sponsors of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Nearly 45 years. Well, we're back at Newton, uh, ready to start the second quarter where Newton on the last play of the first quarter intercepted a pass and took it about, oh, I'm going to say 80 yards and uh, 75, 80 yards for a touchdown to tie the ball game up. So they'll be kicking off to the Panthers to start the second quarter. And that's one of those plays I guarantee you Lim wishes he had back. He's, you know, and I'm sure Coach Clark just told him you can't telegraph your throw. You got to, got to know what you're doing out there. And, uh, you know, maybe he got too comfortable, but it was an easy pick for for Newt. Yeah, and he, you know, you got to call it what it is. And I'm sure that they're coaching him up on the sidelines. I, I'm positive they are. So, you know, you won't see Lim make that mistake again. No, and, Lim's too good of an athlete to let that get him down. I think the good sign is Panthers were driving the football. They were starting to get guys open, and you learn from your mistake. No doubt about it. Back deep. Is looks like Reed List on the far side and Dylan Edwards to the near side. Again, the score tied up on a lengthy interception return for a touchdown. Pooch kick straight up in the air. Going to be fielded at about the 28. Stewart, he gets out and finally gets knocked down at about the 30. Looks like they're going to mark it out of bounds at about the 42-yard line of the Panthers. So good field position. Well, that was a, it was just a high pooch kick. And, you know, you almost wondered, hey, are the Panthers going to call a fair catch? And, uh, 
fortunately, we were able to get the ball. I mean, you knew you gave up some really good field position there. Yeah, Luke Stewart's one of our linebackers, and he fielded it pretty good and picked up another 10, 12 yards. So the Panthers have good field. I guess they marked it out on the 43, so first and 10 from the 43. Walsh pitched out, bad pitch. Edwards able to pick it up. Made a couple guys miss. He's going to lose three or four. That pitch was not a good one. Now, and Lim just needs to settle back into the game. He's just a tremendous athlete. Right now, he just is, uh, you know, he had a, he had the pick. That's going to rattle you a little bit. And, and you know, that pitch just wasn't on time. Well, we lost five yards on the play, so it's going to be second down and uh, 15. Scores tied with 11.46 to go in the half. Again, Wash and Edwards are in the backfield. Trips to the near side. Single wide out to the far side. Wash hands it off to Edwards. He picks up six, five or six on, on second down, so it's going to be third and long. Well, and as I said, Lim just needs to settle in. Tremendous athlete. We saw it all last year with him. And, you know, he had the he had the uh, everything on his shoulders last year. And, you know, he's just got to settle into his ball game, and, and he'll be fine. Yeah, and, and you know, it, it's... It's just an unfortunate pitch, and, and they got to recover from it. They give it again to Edwards on a reverse, and a fake reverse. Edwards makes a couple guys miss, and he drives really close to the first down. It's going to depend on the spot. He might be short by maybe a yard. I think he's going to be a little short. It's going to be interesting to see what Coach Clark does here because the ball's going to be in Newton territory, but he's going to be short. Going to be two yards short, and it's going to be fourth down. Ball game tied. Looks like the Panthers are going to go for it. I think it's a good call by Coach. I, I do, too. He's got something going, and and I think it's a good call to go for it. Shows confidence in your offense. Wash got the first down and more, 45. Looks like he's going to be inside the 45, maybe right at the 45. And Lim needed that. Lim, you know, it, it's fun to see a quarterback throwing a stiff arm. We've said it so many times. Lim Wash is a quarterback in a linebacker's body. First and 10 from the 45. That pass, now they give it to Edwards. He gets inside the 45 down. I'm going to say down to about the uh, 42, maybe 43. Picked up two or three on first down. Well, Dylan's another one of those guys that he sneaks up on. He picks up those extra yardage. Not a heavy guy, but I will say, I think, I think Dylan's packed on about 10 or 15 pounds more than he was last year. Oh, yeah. he's he's. I don't want to say he's a lot bigger, but he is bigger this year than he was last year. But he was only a freshman last year. Tied up. 10 minutes to go in the half. 7-7. Wash takes it straight up the middle. First down and more. Was, inside the 35. That was a designed run by Lim. Got one Panther getting up a little bit slow. Mercer Thatcher. Yeah, not, not uh, you know, he didn't make last week's game. He seems to be getting around better now. Yeah, it looks, looks like he's walking it off. First and 10 Panthers. Tied score. Wash. This time he pitches it to Edwards. First down. Inside, down close to the oh, 20. Oh, eight flag comes in, so you got to assume that's going to be a, a hold or a block in the back again. But, Dole, that was a nice option that time. He, he strung the guy out as much as he could at the last minute, pitched off to Edwards for a good first down yardage. I just think it's going to come back. Yeah, he got – they're calling an illegal block in the back. I, I, that's still a call that amazes me. 
Well, it's a tough call out there because a lot of times that, that you know, the, the secondary guy turns his back on you, but unfortunately it goes against the Panthers. But you got to like the well, how well that option play was ran. Well, I mean, it's the terminology. You know, illegal blocking the back. Well, blocking the, you know, do you have to say it's illegal? You're penalizing them. It's, but anyway, it's still first down and 15 after the penalty. Back to pass, and there's another flag, I, I assume. Newton's pointing to Derby. And I, it's against Newton. It's encroachment. That's the second time tonight Newton's been called for that. You know, they're trying to get off the ball quick, and you just give the Panthers a, a nice extra five yards. Yeah, it's going to be uh, – now it's going to be – First down and about nine. 9.06 left. Game tied. Panthers inside Newton territory. Back to pass now. Wash pulls it down. Goes straight up the middle. Inside the 20. Inside the 15. Down close to the 10-yard line. And again, all, all that Lib did on that play, we see the Panthers run that quarterback draw so many times. He just tries to catch the defense off guard, keeps the ball and then plows a couple of guys uh, for the extra three or four yards. First and 10 from the 12, quick pass to Edwards out in the flat, makes a guy miss, gets inside the 10, puts the ball on the ground, and Newton has it at the five-yard line. Wow, Dylan was just trying to get that extra yardage and cost up the football. Another penalty flags on the field. Yeah, it's it's uh, in the middle of the field. I, I don't know. I was following the play, and that was just a tough break again for the Panthers. Yeah, they just declined the penalty. Newton comes up with a big turnover as the Panthers were driving for six. So that's back-to-back turnovers uh, when the Panthers were driving for touchdowns. The game is still tied at seven. Newton's going to have it on their own, looks like, five-yard line. Well, with- you can accept it. I mean, that was a Dylan Edwards fighting for some extra yardage. And, you know, unfortunately, he coughs up the football right at the end. Yeah, and, and, and you're right. That, that's, that was an aggressive mistake, and he was trying to get in the end zone. Anyway, Panthers' defense is out on the field. They've been playing pretty good so far. Quick pass over the middle. Going to be maybe a five-yard gain, maybe six on the play. It's going to be second down. and Well, they're getting progress out to the 12, so it's going to be second down and three. Well, and that's just that quick slant pass. and It's a tough play to, to, to guard against, but Panthers – Really uh, made the tackle, kept him from getting a first down, but uh, just shows experience on uh, on the Raiders' offense. If you read that play, though, it's an easy one to pick off and it go is. for six. It is. Second and three. Eight minutes to go. Ball game tied. They give it to the tailback, and he gets dropped, I believe, for two, three-yard loss. Uh, he was dropped immediately in there again. I believe it was Gifford uh, in there on the tackle and Carpenter. Ball's on the uh, nine-yard line now, so it's third down and about six, I'm going to guess. Doyle, Doyle, I'll tell you, our, our front three have played remarkably better tonight. Way better, and you see the linebackers getting more shots because they are playing that much better. 7.25 left. Score tied. Third down and long for Newton. In the second quarter, seven-seven. Panthers turned it over on on a long drive at the five. Back to pass, being pressured, 
And that has got to be intentional grounding. And, and I, just I, threw the flag. Luckily, the white hat threw it, and, and Doyle, <laughs> he was in the end zone when he threw it. You know, you got to give uh, credit for the Panthers, a ton of pressure on the play. We'll see where he calls that penalty, whether he was in the end zone or – and there it is. So that's going to that's gonna go against Newton for safety. Yeah, the, the white hat must have looked up at me because I was given the safety signal because it was, there was nobody – and there wasn't anybody in the area. No, and it was just a great defensive play by the Panthers. Again, what forced that a little bit was a very low snap. I mean, the yeah. ball was kind of bouncing on the ground. When he looked up, the Panthers were all over him. You can't throw the ball like that when you're in the end zone. you got to have the presence of mind to know that, hey, I can't just throw the ball away or I'm going to get called for a safety. Makes it 9-7 to <clears throat> nine to seven with 7.07, and Newton will – they have the choice of punting or just the normal kick. And the Panthers should get pretty good field position. Well, I, I'll tell you what, if I'm Newton, their punter has been booming some high kicks. They, they, the last kickoff they did, they did a pooch kick. So if I'm Newton, I may be looking up going, Hey, I got a great punter. Let's, let's, uh, we're, we're going to get more out of it if we can kick it really high. Well, Newton will be kicking off from about their own 20. And again, they've got an option of punting or just a normal kick. But regardless, the Panthers should get pretty good field position. We've got Edwards and Liston. They're, they're going to kick it. I mean, I'm surprised because the hang time that their punter got on the ball, uh, I'm surprised they're kicking this. Edwards and Liston are back. They're standing on their own 28-yard line. So hopefully the Panthers can get a nice, clean field and good field position. Well, maybe this young man has a heck of a leg, and we just didn't see it from the pooch kick. But, uh, you know, I don't think you're going to pooch here. You're going to give the Panthers a ball inside the 50. And he does a pooch kick. Caught again by Stewart inside the 40. He gets down to about the 39. Luke Stewart does. And it was a pooch kick. And <laughs> I, I'm shocked that you, you do a pooch kick there. And if you're Luke Stewart, I mean, he's a linebacker. And, you know, he gets a chance to run the football. He's going to catch it. He's not going to call a fair catch. Well, I, I think Luke in another life was a running back because he's. Oh, he had the stiff arm out. and He picked oh. up some extra yardage. He did all right. He fielded it nice, and, and they marked it at the 40. I, with, it's first down for the Panthers. They lead 9-7 with 7.02 left in the first half. Again, they give it to the tailback. He gets out, picks up maybe five yards. It, 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 he's number one. We know he's not, he's not our, the, the right guy. We don't know who he is. We, we know he's not Deshaun Wright, but we'll just call him number one. And, uh, well, and, he, and he tried to get outside. Usually you say east and west, but he was running north and south because of the difference of this field, and it's hard to uh, run get, that direction. They give it to him again, and he gets down close to a first down. May have got a first down. And, and I apologize, or we apologize. We don't know who that is. Well, we know that normally it's Deshaun Wright, but we know Wright's not in, in tonight's ball game. Panthers have first down inside the 30. Again, they give it straight ahead to number one, and he picks up five yards on first down. So he's moving the ball, 6.08 left. Panthers uh, lead 9-7. We're trying to find out who that is, and we will. Second down, six yards to go. Uh, now we've time got a out. timeout, Newton, which 
probably a good one because Panther offense has been going pretty well. Uh, the last two possessions, they had the turnover on, at, down on the five, and uh, uh, they had a, a pass interception for another turnover on a, on the way to a score. So they've been moving the ball pretty good. So maybe it's a good timeout for Newton. Well, I think it is. I mean, you you know, the Panthers started moving the ball, and, and you got a little different look with the running back, and I'm liking what I'm seeing out of him. Yeah, I, I, he, he doesn't look any bigger than, than – uh, he doesn't look any bigger than Dylan Edwards. If he's as bigs, but you know, again, we don't we don't know who he is, and and I don't have my depth chart with me. I usually carry that too deep chart, but I don't have it with me tonight. I think it's because we were going to be outside, and I didn't want <laughs> didn't want a whole bunch of paper blowing around. Well, fortunately, the wind's not blowing too hard out here, but you know, the body's still trying to get used to being a hundred degrees on Monday and <laughs> dropping down to sixty degrees. No kidding. Second down and about six for the. Panthers, 5.52 left in the first half. They lead 9-7 after the safety. Trips to the near side, tied into the far side. They Again, they give it to number one. This time he gets racked up for little or no gain. It's going to be third and long. Well, I may be wrong, but I, I don't think anything is wrong with, with Dylan Edwards. I know Coach Clark well enough. Probably sending a message to his running back that, you hang on to the football. Well, and that, that could that could very well be. So it's going to be third down. Again, a pitch to the outside. Panthers pick up a pretty good block. It's going to be fourth down and about two or three. <laughs> and I, I'm seeing Coach Clark talking to one of his wide receivers. As we say in Derby, you know, you're a wide receiver, but you're expected to block. And he was pretty animate with uh, one of his guys that you've got to block out there because we could have picked up first down. Panthers lead 9-7, and it's, it's fourth down and two. So that, that gives the Panthers a lot of opportunities here. Uh, Lim Wash can keep it. He'll hand it off. He can throw it. So the playbook's pretty big. And now we've got another timeout. Timeout, Newton. Newton. Boy, they burned two of them here just back-to-back. Yeah, I, I – well, we got – well, we got a chance here in the second quarter. Uh, tonight's broadcast of Derby Panther football on a live 105 KDKQ 105.9 FM is sponsored in part by these great local businesses. Biddle's Automotive, Derby Public Library, D&B Service Center, Shelton Collision Repair, Riverside Cafe of Derby, Pause Photography by Kelsey Lockie, Mike Brown of Elder Law, of Kansas and DNM Mechanical Heating and Air. Next time you visit one of these Panther football sponsors, let them know you heard their ad on a live 105 during the Panther football broadcast. Well, we appreciate all those sponsors because they're who brings the ball game to you on Friday nights. Keep in mind you can listen to these rebroadcasts anytime. Uh, usually by Saturday morning, they guys have it up, and you can listen to it on uh, on Spotify. Go on to the KDKQ website and uh, get more information on that. So it's fourth down. Big, big play here for the Panthers. Wash straight up the middle. First down and more. It's a touchdown. Well, we'll wait and get the call. I think they're going to uh, they're going to stop him on about the one-yard line. But 
That was classic limb washes. He just tucked the ball and went straight up the middle. Man, he showed some speed as he picks up a not only a big first down, but he puts it down deep into Newton territory. I think what I thought was a touchdown signal was an official stopping the clock. They give it straight ahead. No score that Newton stops the runner short of the goal line. 4.20 to go. Again, Panthers threatening. They lead 9-7. Well, I know the announcers here are still saying it's Deshaun Wright, but we know better. Yeah, it's we not, just don't know the number. It's not Deshaun Wright. Trying to get in the end zone uh, is Lim Wash. Well, I'll tell you what, Newton's playing tough down here on the goal line. Lim's getting up uh, a little slow, just trying to get the Newton guys off of him. But, boy, this is uh, about as close as you can get to putting the ball in the end zone. It's third and less than one for the Panthers. And, obviously, if they don't score here, this is uh, three-down territory, four-down territory. They lead 9-7. Wash finds a little crease, and I believe he's in for the touchdown. I was just getting ready to tell you, I like two doses of Lim Wash down at this point. All he has to do is square his shoulders, and he's big and strong enough that he's going to drive his legs and score. He found a little crease, and boom, in he went. So it's now 15-7. to And Panthers, again, the, the defense is playing pretty well tonight, and they just need to keep it up. 335 left. Much improved Newton team. And it, I'll wait on the officials, and it is good. So it's 16 to 7 with 3:35 left. Panthers will be kicking off. Uh, Kevin, uh, you know it's it, it's just. I mean, I, I know that Newton isn't Mill Valley, but you know these kids are playing a whole lot better. This there's more enthusiasm that I see from the kids. Well, you're right. They're not Mill Valley, but this is a much improved Newton team what we've seen in the past and they should be they've got 14 returning uh, starters on this group and you're, you're seeing you know I, I think you and i talked about that earlier in the week about you know maybe some teams are smelling a little blood on derby too and going hey you know what instead of you know they had a 26 game win streak instead of thinking that hey you know we're just going to get our tails kicked they're going hey guys derby can be beat so you know you're seeing the best effort out of it yeah and and you know again we we talked about that 2017 team that you know they had a little bit of a rough rough go, and they ended up getting it together and playing in the state championship. Yeah, coaches working hard with them, and they working hard. They, you know, they, you know, Derby wants to do well. They're they're not a, you know, they want to win every game, and uh, it, that's almost it is impossible to do, but you can sure want to. Well, you're all it takes is a little more game time experience for these guys. And a lot of people asked me this week, well, we saw that last year. But it was in mop-up rolls. High end over end, being caught at about the 10-yard line. Panthers smothering at about maybe the 25-yard line. It was pretty good coverage. Uh, on the return was looked like Isaac Klug or Klug for Newton. Well, as we said, the Panther defense has played so much better tonight, and it's starting with the guys up front. And, you know, and, but you can't cut loose a, a guy like Cade Lindsay. He's been on a couple of pretty nice pass coverages. Yeah, yes, he has. He's pretty much lit up a couple of receivers for the Panthers. First and 10, 16-7, 3.30 to go in the half. Panthers lead this one. 
Back to pass. Got a man out in the flat. Just good coverage out there by the safety. I Ramirez. apologized to Case, and I called Case and Cade, his older brother. We just uh, I coached uh, with with Cade, so it's uh, it's a, it's an easy mistake to make. Well, yeah, it is. <laughs> Shoot up. I've been calling Heilman. I've called his Heilman his dad's name, so you know, it's it's an easy mistake to make. Pass was incomplete. Second down and ten. Clock stopped with the incompletion. Schmidt in the backfield, along with Forrest, and he gives the ball to Kenyon. And he's nice play out there by our down lineman. He got him for a loss. Yeah, it was Carpenter again on the play. And Doyle, he's been mentioned a couple times tonight. He was in the backfield immediately. Coach Clark, I think, is going to use one of his timeouts. Well, with 3.09 left, you know, they, they get the ball back, and they've got enough time to score. So, you know, this, this is just what the coach, you know, this is scripted well for, for what coach has got going so far. Uh, Carpenter's a, a junior, Doyle, 6'1", 250, and I'm telling you what, he's getting his shoulder pads lower than his opponent working downfield. Yeah, he, he looked good on that one. I mean, that, that was a tailback uh, on the carry uh, forest, and, and he hit him in the backfield. So he's he's doing something up front that's getting him well, in the, the backfield. Well, the Panthers do what you got to do. They, they've they stopped the Newton running game. They're putting pressure on Schmidt that you got to put the ball in the air. And uh, when you take one facet out of a team, it's it makes things so much easier. Well, and, and so far the Panthers have stopped the run game, and really they've handled the pass game. And, and you know, I'm not exaggerating. This young man, Ben Smith, he, he throws a good ball, and uh, he looks good standing back there, and, you know, but he just doesn't – he hasn't had any time tonight. Yeah, just nice putting pressure on him. Panthers lead 16-7, 3.09 to go in the first half. Smith back to pass. Just kind of throwing it up. Oh, what that was great coverage by our guy, but a great catch by the Newton receiver. Well, not a, just a great catch. It was an incredible catch out there that time. Uh, looked like uh, Jake Schmidt. You know, you and I were trying to figure out if they're brothers, but phenomenal catch for the first down for Newton. Well, and and you could you could see it. He just threw it up, and and it was our guy was covered very well. He had very good coverage on it. It was. Corey Atkins for the Panthers. It was just, you, you, there's some things you just can't defend. That was a great catch. Back to pass. Got a man wide open. Going to be a touchdown, Newton. Don't mug us, son. Oh, now, Panthers are going to get a silly There's going to be penalties uh, all over the place because the Newton guy was mugging us and the Panthers. Well, and it was more, it, you're right, he was, but it was a really not a smart play by the Panthers of all things. He was in the end zone, out of the end zone, and the Panthers plowed him. It's going to come up as a big penalty. Not, not, not smart. I, I get that. I, I get all of that. But you know, our guy just—I guess he lost his cool because the guy was mugging us. And they, you know, if anything, it may have been a frustration because the Newton receiver was downfield. There was not a Panther within sight when they threw the football. That's going to cost us 15 yards, I'm sure, on the kickoff. So. It's now. It's going to be enforced on the kickoff. It's now 16 
to 13, and there's that stupid cannon again. <laughs> you and I talked about it on the way up. Hey, we got to be prepared for it. But every time it goes off, I think everybody here jumps. I, I can't. I can't prepare for that thing. I it sh- it shakes the bleachers. <laughs> the sturdy we're sitting on. Extra point is good. So it's now 16-13. And yes, the Panthers made a mistake. With that, uh, with that penalty, it was a late penalty, but you know it's frustration, and but you got to keep your emotions under control. Yeah, you absolutely do. Goal tonight, again, we've got a lot of online listeners: Nashville, Chicago, Los Angeles, Dallas, Oklahoma City, Kansas City. Again, uh, we love seeing those Panther fans listening to the ball game. Uh, I know we talked about it last year: once a Panther, always a Panther. Well, Newton scored twice: once on a about a well. Once on two phenomenal catches, well, one phenomenal catch and just a good pass to a wide open receiver, and they had a, a uh, interception. So, well, you know, and I see the officials are down there talking. I, you know, even after the great catch by Newton, the young man stood up and pointed the ball at Derby, and you know, you you got to control some of those emotions. But you know, on the flip side of it. You know, these kids, all these kids, everybody's been through so much since March that I think there's so much pent-up frustration and, and wanting to play that, uh, you know, it, it just it just makes the world a different place. Well, don't get me wrong. Our guy deserved it. I mean, he, he deserved the penalty. But, uh, you know, Newton, their guy deserved something because uh, uh, he was kind of mugging at us. And... Now, you know, how, what a turn of events here. I mean, Panthers were calling a timeout, hoping to get good field position. All of a sudden, Newton's back on the board. We're at uh, 16-14. At least it's in favor of the Panthers. This kick's going to go deep into the end zone, so it's going to be uh, first and 10 Panthers from the 20. And, uh, you know, I'm sure that, uh, Pan- you know, maybe that'll fire these kids up a little bit more. I mean, it, it's it was uh, – it's just one of those things. I mean, uh, the guy, you know, I, I can tell you, Coach Clark's not going to be happy about several things on that touchdown. One, how do we let a guy get that wide open? And then two, you don't let your emotions get into it and cost us 15 yards. Oh, yeah. And, and like I said, that, that young man deserved the penalty. Anyway, we got we got Dylan Edwards back in the ball game, along with Wash in the backfield. Trips to the far side, near side. Brown, wide receiver. Again, they pitched it to Edwards, makes a good cut, makes a guy miss, still on his feet, 30, 35, 40, right around the 40-yard line. So good gain on first down by uh, Dylan Edwards. Dylan Edwards, like I said, I'm sure that that was a Coach Clark. Hey, you fumbled the ball and sit here and think about it. Dylan comes in and first carry, picks up huge yardage. Picked up 22 yards. Ball's on the Panther 42. Back to pass. Now straight ahead goes... Wash, he's going to get a big gain. There's a penalty marker. He's probably going to erase that nice gain. Man, it's right in that vicinity of a hold. And You know, if the Panthers, they need to, to make a statement here. There's plenty of time left before half. They need to go down and put points back on the board. There's a nice run by Edwards, or by Wash. Probably picked up 12, 13 yards on first down. But it's going to be erased. Well, when you see the official look right at the middle of the field, you, you pretty much know it's going to be a hold. That'll be a 10-yard penalty. That moves it all the way back to the 32-yard line. So it'll be, yeah, first down and first down and 20. 2:38 left. Panthers just lead barely, 16-14. Back to pass goes Wash. 
Got a couple guys chasing him. Now he's trying to break out of the pocket. He does just that. He picks up eight or nine on first down. And that's what Lim Wash needs to do. If, they, if no one's there, scramble and make things happen. And he did all of that on his own because he had guys, as he set up the pass, he had guys in the backfield with him. It's going to be second and 12, so he picked up 10 on first down. So nice job by Lim Wash. He steps out of bounds, which stops the clock. Panthers have two timeouts left. And more importantly, two minutes and 30 seconds. And 2.30 to go. Back to Just a quick pass out to Edwards. He makes a couple guys miss and gets maybe picks up a yard. It's going to be third and long. That that pass was kind of telegraphed as well. well I think Coach Clark's going to burn another timeout here. And uh, I know Coach Clark well enough that uh, it's going to be uh, – he, he needs to, to score here. That's what he's thinking right now. Yeah, you know, at least put some pressure on them because uh, they're they're going to go in at halftime, you know, with an interception and a, and a and a blown coverage for scores, and uh, you know that that puts a lot of confidence wearing a black helmet. Oh, no question, no question. If you're new, you got to be feeling pretty good about yourself right now. Well, yeah, I mean, but you know, again, Newton is much improved. Uh, they just, like I said, they have a murderous schedule. And uh, so far, they're playing pretty well. Panthers, Panthers, I think, except for that pass or those two passes on the last Big drive. Plays. Big plays. That's yeah. what's hurt the Panthers. Yeah. Going to be third down and about, oh, it looks like 11 and a half, 12 yards for a first down. Back to pass. Now they pitched it out to Edwards. He goes straight up the field, gets tripped up. And I think the Panthers will probably have to punt. I can't imagine they would go for it on a fourth down. And Edwards is getting up kind of gimpy. Yeah, he is. And, man, you're right. Panthers are going to bring the punting unit out on the field. And, I, again, I think a wise call where we're at. Luke Stewart will be the punter for the Panthers. 148 left. Panthers lead 16-14. We are in the second quarter. I don't think Newton bought into that the Panthers were really going to punt. They finally sent a guy back deep. Nice high wobbly kick. Going to hit, take a Panther bounce down to the 20, inside the 20, inside the 15, maybe about the 14-yard line. That's where the Panther defense will come out. And I'm sure Newton's going to look to... See what worked for him last time, and and try to try to use that again. I, I think if you're Newton, you're you are you're going to look downfield. Just they they've had some guys running free, and uh, you know if you can put another set of points on the Panthers, uh, you go into the locker room with a ton of momentum. Yes, absolutely. So the Panthers are going to have yeah. They're going to have their defense out there on about the Newton 15-yard line. I think the, Pan the Panthers do get the ball to start the second half. So it would be nice just to shut these guys down and get in at halftime, uh, make a few changes or whatever whatever they got to do, then come out and get the football. They hand it straight ahead to the tailback, and he's going to get very little, if any, gain on first down. That was for us. Well, we said Panthers have really, for all purposes, shut down the Newton running game tonight. Well, it looks like he's going to lose maybe a half yard. He didn't make it back. Well, a yard. They're going to 
going to lose a yard on the play. Well, we'll see what Coach Jacks, whether he's content going, hey, we're, we're two points down right now, and we'll just let the clock, you know, run down and do stay conservative or – you know, if I, you know, I got Schmidt in my backfield as quarterback, I, I maybe take a couple chances. Yeah, I think you'd take a shot. I mean, that wideouts to the near side, I think you got to take a shot. Kitty KQLP Derby. And, no, they hand it off again. And the runner gets, I don't even think he got back to the original line of scrimmage. So that's probably going to end the half. There's 30 seconds left. Panthers lead 16-14. It's going to be third down and, oh, I'm going to say third down and 11. So I think Newton's just going to let the let the halftime run out and get into the half trailing by two. And that's exactly, they're kind of jogging off the field, so not even going to attempt to run a play here. And, you know, maybe not a bad call by Coach Jacks. Yeah, probably not. Uh, but, you know, you got to, with the exception of two plays, the Panther defense has played pretty good tonight. Oh, I, I totally agree with you that the scores by Newton are off of big plays. And, yeah. you know, you go back to the Dylan Edwards top of the ball up, Panthers, you know, we're getting ready to score, and then a long pass play that uh, you don't have anyone covering. Panthers getting ready to score and an a, and a interception for yeah. the, their first score. And so, you know, it's, it's uh, I guess – I guess it could be, I mean, it's 16 to 14, but it could very easily be 26, 30 points to seven. Oh, and, and I think, again, if you're, if you're, you know, Coach Jacks, you're going in with all kinds of trying to get these guys pumped up and momentum. If, if you're Coach Clark, you, you're going to go in and go, guys, we've, we've shot ourselves in the foot a couple of times. We need to come out and play derby football and, 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 and get some quick points on the board and, and, and shut these guys down. Well, and I think you're right because it, it's just, you know, that's just the way it is. Coach Clark's got the kids over on the sideline. Newton's already in the locker room. And again, they won't start the halftime until Derby leaves the field, and uh, he's got them over. Now they're now they're leaving the field, and uh, you know it, it's going to be interesting to see how they come out. Uh, you know, you and I both know that there will be probably changes. How many? I, d- I don't know how much you can change in the defense as well as they're playing. You know, but you know you can change a little bit on offense. So Panthers, uh, you know, they lead this one. Slightly, sixteen, fourteen, and uh, you know it's just just one of those games that either you know it's just, it could go either way at this point. Well, we're trying to we're still trying to figure out who number one is before we get to our halftime break, and uh, and then we'll uh, be in a little better shape. Well, yeah, we'll we'll find out we'll find out who he is while we're on break here. Uh, Panthers lead this one sixteen to fourteen. On the strength of a safety uh, in the second quarter, and uh, uh, this is Panther football on KDKQ Alive 105, the home of Panther football. We'll be back. Recreation Commission is a proud sponsor of Derby Panther Football, local community sports programs, and the Live 105. 
The DRC offers recreational facilities, special events, sports leagues, and programs like art, dance, fitness, and wellness all year round. DRC memberships now include youth and adult fitness classes, along with all other amenities. Learn more about the recreational opportunities the DRC has to offer on the web at derbyrec.com or on Facebook at Derby Rec. Since 1970, Wilhite Automotive has been servicing vehicles in Derby, Kansas. With their two certified master ASE technicians, they offer services like oil change, air conditioning, transmission services, and much more. Wilhite Automotive is located at 200 West Washington Street in Derby and can be reached at 316-788-0514. Locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. For nearly 45 years, since 1975, Confederated Builders Incorporated has been serving the Derby area and other communities all over the United States with quality construction and building services. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, Confederated Builders is a general contractor specializing in restaurants and light commercial building projects. You can see homes, churches, strip malls, and other buildings they built all over our community of Derby. They're located at 503 North Buckner in Derby and can be reached at 788 3701. Confederated Builders Incorporated, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Radio Shack, located at 707 North Baltimore, has been in business since 1991. Specializing in electronic parts, computer supplies, indoor and outdoor television antennas, weather scanners, and ham radio supplies. They are open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Saturday, and they can be reached at 788-4225. Radio Shack in Derby, a proud sponsor of a Live 105 and Derby Panther football. We'd like to thank DNM Mechanical for their support of Friday Night Derby Panther Football on Alive 105. Locally owned and operated heating and cooling experts with over 50 years experience in commercial and residential service, installation, and indoor air quality. They offer 24-7 emergency service with their main goal to provide you with outstanding heating and cooling products from filters to complete system upgrades. Their motto is honesty, integrity, respect. DNM Mechanical, located in Derby at 2300 North Nelson Drive. They can be reached. 24-7 at 712-4025. More information can be seen on their website, dnmmechanicals.com. Serving the Derby area since 1976, Shelton Collision is here for all your repair needs. Shelton Collision offers paintless repair, body and mechanical work, along with rental cars and towing services. Located at 325 West Patriot in Derby, Shelton Collision is there to help you through any accident-related repairs. Shelton Collision is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. We'd like to thank Derby Junior Football for their support of Derby Panther Football on Alive 105 KDKQ. Derby Junior Football embraces youth athletic competition in a way that should be competitive, fun, and a key component of a child's education. The Derby Junior Football Organization promotes important life skills like desirable personal and social behaviors and the development of good character. You can learn more about the Derby Junior Football Program and find out about signing up by calling 788-8500. You can also find them on Facebook and on the web. Slabbit, how am I going to get to the Derby Public Library when I can't get this car to start? Don't worry, Granny Cletus. We can use the library's online learning resources to help. There's a section on auto repair, small engine repair, and even a database for hobbies and crafts. Great idea, Mooney Pie. Now I can fix this rust bucket and learn to juggle at the same time. Granny, be careful. Let's crank up this car and hit the town. Oh, Granny. Derby Public Library. 
Programming on Alive 105 is in part made possible by Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, located at 1033 North Rock Road in Derby, providing estate planning and probate services, as well as assistance with long-term care planning and preservation of assets. Our thanks to Elder Law of Kansas, 777-1186. Proud supporters of Derby Panther football. And we're back at uh, Newton at Railers Stadium where the Panthers lead by an eyelash, 16-14 at halftime. Uh, you know, Panthers played, except for a couple of plays, the Panthers played pretty good on defense. And, you know, the offense clicked fairly well. We had a couple turnovers that, that cost us. Well, that's the story of where we're at right now is Panthers have done really well other than big plays. We threw the interception that went back against us, and we gave them a long pass play for a touchdown. And you take those two big plays out, and that's what I'm going to tell talk about at halftime if I'm Coach Clark. Is, guys, we've had a couple mental mistakes, and those are mental mistakes. When you throw a pick like what we threw, you can't telegraph the ball, and then you uh, you let a guy get that wide open. It's just a, it's a mental mistake. Yeah, and, and you know, the kids make that. They, they make those kinds of mistakes. Uh uh, but, you know, as far as the defense, like I said, as far as those guys, gee, many Christmas, they, they're playing lights out, I think. They, they, they've just done a, there's no running game. Newton has no running game. Well, and, and, and when I say mental mistakes as a coach, you don't like mental mistakes. They'll drive you batty, but you can handle them in, in some regards because it's like, hey, guys, that was a mental mistake. It wasn't that we aren't good enough to stay with them. We just, we just, didn't do what we should. So, you know, take that for what you want. But uh, the Panthers, uh, I, I think at halftime, you make a couple adjustments because we have stopped their running game. Oh, yeah. And, and, and I think if you're Newton on, on the other side of that, they've, they've got to figure out a way to, to do two things. That is get some kind of a running game going and get some protection for their quarterback. And, uh, you know, that so far they haven't really been able to do that. Well, let's go ahead and get into the halftime stats, and you'll see what I'm talking about with how much we stopped down at their, their their rushing attack. For the first half of the Panthers, 30 touches for 179 yards. Newton, seven runs for minus 18 yards. Yeah, and that 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 bears out what we were both seeing here in the first half. They, they really didn't have much of a running game, and it sounds like they didn't have any. Panthers, four for six in the air for 23 yards. Newton, four for eight for 86 yards. And again, keep in mind that about 70 of that was on one pass play. Turnovers, Derby has as uh, one turnover. Third down conversions, both teams three for seven. Fourth down conversions, Panthers picked up a couple of first downs on fourth down. So good thing. Uh, sacks uh, hurting the Panthers. Uh, one sack for minus six yards. Can get this to well, Panthers have sacked. Uh, Newton three times for minus 20 yards. Well, yeah, uh, one of the guys that's having a, a pretty good game on our in our front seven, I, I think, is uh, uh, Andon Carpenter. He, he's been in the backfield all night, and uh, he's been making his presence known. Oh, Lim Wash four for six for 23 yards passing in the first half. Yeah, Panthers just haven't thrown the ball a whole lot, haven't had the need to. Drake Thatcher's got three of those catches for 23. Dylan Edwards has one catch for zero yards. On the rushing attack, uh, Lim is doing well tonight. 11 carries for 99 yards. Dylan Edwards, 13 touches for 68. And I'm being told that the uh, number one for the Panthers is Derek Hubbard, a freshman. He's got uh, six carries for 18 yards. Yeah, uh, Panthers uh, running game has been pretty good tonight. And 
what I noticed this week that we didn't notice last week was that Lim Wash has been able to pull the ball down, make hit some alleys, and and make some good gains on the quarterback draws and. And even when he's dropping back the pass, if he's if he's had to pull it down and run, he's been able to do that. Well, total yards again, Panthers, 202 total yards of offense. Held Newton to just 68 yards of total offense, Doyle. But you look up at the score, Panthers only lead 16 to 14. That goes back to our big play. Yeah, it's it's a good thing that uh, it's a good thing that statistics don't uh, determine what's going on because uh, statistically, I mean, we ought to be up by two. Two, three scores, and they ought to have maybe one, you know. But they don't. They've got 14. The Panthers have 16 points. And, you know, that's just that's just the way football is or any any competitive sport. Well, and, and, you know, if you're Coach Jacks, you're in the halftime just going, guys, man, we're here. We're here. we got to make a couple corrections, and, and you're going to win this ball game. And if you're Coach Clark, guys, quit shooting ourselves in the foot, man. Let's just go out. Relax. You know what to do. Let's put some points up. And I, I think Derby does get the ball to open the second half. So the offense needs to go down and make a quick statement. Well, I, I know the Panthers, uh, and, and you and I both know this, the, the Panther coaching staff, I can't speak for any other coaching staff, but I can sure speak for Derby's, and they prepare very well. I mean, they 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 prepare. They You can get on their website, and you've got tendencies, you've got everything. So, so they prepare well, and uh, – It'll be interesting to see how they come out in the second half, especially when we get the ball to start the second half. Well, you got a very experienced coaching staff. You have a very passionate coaching staff here at Derby. It's not the guys that are going out to get a stipend. These guys, their 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 football knowledge is superior. They want to win ball games, and I'm with you. I, I guarantee at halftime there's going to be a few more adjustments made. Yeah, we're we're about uh, oh five five and a half minutes away from the obligatory three three-minute warm-up period, so it's eight and a half minutes away from the start of the second half. Uh, this is Panther football on a live 105 KDKQ 105.9. You're home for Derby Panther football. We'll be back. Biddle's Auto, located at 300 South Baltimore, is here for all your car needs, offering oil changes, tires, battery replacement, and repair of mechanical issues. Biddle's is always there. Biddle's Auto can be reached at 633-3121 and conveniently on Facebook. Biddle's Auto, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. You'll bring Derby home every week with the Derby Informer. Celebrating 20 years as Derby's hometown newspaper and always proud supporters of all Derby High School athletics and activities. If it's Derby news, you'll know it. Making plans for the special day? Paz Photography offers engaging photo sessions for couples, engagements, and weddings. Past photo sessions and more information can be found on their Facebook page, Paz Photography. You can reach them at 631-5417. Paz Photography, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Since 1946, Riverside Cafe has been providing hot breakfast all day, every day at all three locations. Riverside Cafe of Derby is conveniently located right off of K-15 in the El Paso Shopping Center, 824 North Baltimore Avenue. Menus and daily specials can be found at their website, RiversideCafeWichita.com. For more information, they can be reached at 425-0057. 
Since 1985, DMV Service Center has provided motorists in the Derby area with auto repair services that include alignment, towing, engine maintenance, electrical services, and tires. Located at 722 North Baltimore, on the corner of K-15 and Britain in Derby, they can get you back on the road in no time. More information on services the DMV Service Center has to offer can be seen at dmvservicecenter.com or by calling 788-1641 between 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. Monday through Friday or 8 a.m. to noon on Saturdays. DMV Service Center is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Tired of pesky weeds? Tendercare offers lawn services like weed control. Along with lawn maintenance, they offer landscaping, irrigation, swimming pools, patios, cook centers, and more. Find them on the web at tendercarelandscape.com or you can reach them at 788-5416. Tendercare, located at 218 South Water Street in Derby. A proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. The Derby Farmer's Market will be at Madison Park from 8 a.m. to noon every Saturday. The Kansas-grown Derby Farmer's Market offers a variety of local fresh produce, baked goods, plants, jams, meats, arts, and more. So bring the family and your four-legged friend to Madison Park to experience the Derby Farmer's Market. Interested on how to be a vendor? You can reach out to Trina Bradley at 706-5535. Shawn Michaels and get ready for this weekend's two-hour time travel trip as we head back to relive some of the biggest classic Christian hits of the past. And this week, former newsboy Peter Furler relives a concert injury. And Stephen Curtis Chapman looks back at his 1996 album, Signs of Life. Plus, your classic requests are always welcome at 2623-Rewind. Join me again this weekend for another trip to Christian Music's past on Christian Music Rewind. Christian Music Rewind, this Saturday at 5 on Alive 105. In need of some weekly inspiration? Join New Spring Church every Sunday at 11 a.m. on Alive 105 for encouraging worship and a message from God's Word that will equip you for the week ahead. Let faith arise. The kind of faith that we live, the kind of faith that functions, the kind of faith that the crowd around us doesn't understand. And when we begin to demonstrate the kind of faith that nobody can figure out, then we can actually become the light of the world. Learn more about New Spring Church in Wichita at newspring.org. Take a ride This weekend on our program, it's time again to take a trip to heaven. And we'll play song titles with the word heaven in them. So that means Stephen Curtis Chapman, Keith Green, Avalon, Cindy Morgan, Michelle Pilar, Mustard Seed Faith, and the list goes on. This is just a sample. Join me, Larry Wayne, song titles with the word heaven, coming up next time on Streets of Gold. Sunday evenings at 5 on Alive 105. Hey, it's Kurt Wallace here, host for the Weekend Top 20 Countdown. We're getting ready for this weekend show with Jordan Feliz stops by to talk about his music. Colton Dixon shares some thoughts on something that he switched up in life. And Jeremy Camp opens up on challenging people. We'll give you a chance to win Chris Tomlin's new release called Chris Tomlin and Friends. And we'll play that future hit from Austin French and Maverick City featuring Chandler Moore and KJ Scriven. Saturday afternoons at 3 p.m. on Alive 105. Music that's good for you. Hey everybody, this is Andy Crispin. Join me this week for worship as I play two hours of the best in modern worship music from churches and worship leaders around the world. And this week I'll be playing new music from Upper Room, Bethel Music, and Nashville Life Music. You don't want to miss a moment of this week's worship with me, your host, Andy Crispin. Worship with Andy Crispin, Sunday mornings at 9 on Alive 105. 
I'm Keith Stevens. Join Donna Cruz and me this weekend for Keep the Faith. Matthew West shares about the good that can come from bad. We've been taking these family walks and we started talking about taking turns as a family and we say, okay, what was your silver lining today? But that right there, that family walk is one of my silver linings every day. I hope you can join us for Keep the Faith. Saturday, 6 to noon and weekday mornings, 6 to 9 on Alive 105. The Derby Farmer's Market will be at Madison Park from 8 a.m. to noon every Saturday. The Kansas-grown Derby Farmer's Market offers a variety of local fresh produce, baked goods, plants, jams, meats, arts, and more. So bring the family and your four-legged friend to Madison Park to experience the Derby Farmer's Market. Interested on how to be a vendor? You can reach out to Trina Bradley at 706-5535. In a world full of uncertainty, it's good to know that the Bible is the unchanging rock that we must rely on in an ever-changing and unsteady world. At the Well Worship Center in Derby, you'll hear the Bible read, taught, preached from, and discussed. Pastor Joplin Emerson and the Well Worship Center ministry staff pray that each and every service becomes a real, tangible opportunity for God to move in the lives and hearts of those who are present each week. For weekly service times and more about the ministry of the Well Worship Center, check out our website at thewellwc.church. Well, we're back in, in uh, Newton where the Panthers lead 16-14. We're about a minute out from the start of the uh, second half. Uh, both teams came out of the locker rooms pretty pretty dead gum quick. Wow, and, uh, Der- Derby really did. You and I were surprised because it took them a long time to get off the field, and I think that may be planned because where the locker rooms are here at Newton, you both go underneath the stadium. And I think coaches probably agreed, hey, we don't need any controversy here, but Panthers came out uh, – Really, gosh, they've been out uh, three or four minutes before the warm-up period. Yes, and and, and that, that's kind of odd. I mean, we, we don't see that very much. Uh, uh, we got a few minutes or a few seconds before the start. Uh, let's get into some scores from last week. Uh, Campus 37, Salina Central 32, Hutch 21, Valley Center 13, Mays 20, Andover 6, Mays South 56, Great Bend 0. Andover Central 41, Newton 34, McPherson 45, Salina South 25. Those are scores from last week in the AVL Division, CTL Division 1, and Bishop Carroll 29, Junction City 28 in the City League. And uh, games tonight, uh, Mays at campus, both those teams undefeated, 1-0. Hutch 1-0 at Garden City, 0-1. Mays South 1-0, Salina South 0-1. Salina Central at Eisenhower and Capon at Bishop Carroll. Those are games tonight in the Art Valley Chisholm Trail Division One. Well, Doyle Derby is going to, as we thought, they're going to get the football to start this second half. Uh, the wind really has died down to nothing. I think it was three or four miles out of the south. Uh, right now, you look over at the flag, and there's virtually no wind. Well, kicking off, uh, this guy's been pooch kicking. It's Colin Hershberger is who we have. He's been pooch kicking. We'll see. And this time he just skids it along the ground. But Luke Stewart picks it up. He gets tackled from behind at about the 33. Yeah, just You can tell Newton does not want to kick to any of our deep return guys. So they've pooch kicked. They've now squib kicked. They've done everything that they can. And you notice they keep kicking until Luke. 
Well, it's going to be interesting to see how the second half goes. I think we'll see right away. Again, Panthers uh, have it on their own 33-yard line. They lead 16-14 early, early in the second half. Wash, and it looks like Edwards are in the backfield. Wash cuts it up. Going to get a little bit of a gain. Picked up maybe, oh, I'm going to say seven. You know, just a, down. a signed option play, and they read it well. The middle opened up. Lim cut took in. You play that off of what the end does, and and, and really, Lim read it as well as you could. That's what happens when you have that one-two punch in your backfield. And instead of pitching it, he, he did the right thing by keeping it. Now it's second and three. Again, Wash, this time he pitches it. Good block out there. Edwards, he's going to get into Newton territory about the 48-yard line. Well, what you do, you, you start reading that in. You see where whether he's pinching in or if he's going out, that tells you that's your main read. And the Panthers did a good job of blocking on both of those wide plays. Uh, they they kept their hands in and, 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 again, did a good job of blocking the Newton defenders. First to 10 from the 49 of Newton. Back to pass. Now he pulls it down. Finds a bit of a seam. 40. Going to go down maybe at about the 39. Goes Goes wash. Well, Panthers need to keep this drive going. I mean, that's what you got to do. You got to come out after half, make your statement. Right now, Panthers are doing it all on the ground with the one-two punch of, of Edwards and Wash. Picked up nine on first down. Going to be second down and one from the 39 of Newton. This drive started on the 33 of the Panthers. They give it again to nice cut by Edwards. Yeah. Touchdown, Panthers. There's no question. Once Edwards made the next cut that he was going to take it to the house, there was not a Newton railer in the vicinity, and Edwards has got some speed that just kills. Well, he, he wasn't near in end zone when I hollered touchdown, but he there wasn't a Newton player that was even going to catch him, and it was just a nice run by Dylan. And that right there shows you what we're going to be looking at for another two years. Well, he's got that inside-out ability. That's what you teach a good running back. And as you said, he broke a couple of Newton railer uh, ankles on that cut. In is to kick the extra point is Simmons holding his Mercer Thatcher and it looks good and it is Simmons is uh, I don't want to I don't want to jinx him but he's 100 percent on his extra point so far this year. Well, he showed to, to be a, a great foot for us last year and a soccer player. You know, he comes out and he knows how to kick the football. Yeah, and and it's it's uh, kind of not and he doesn't use a tee. Most most high school kickers they use a tee whether it be. An inch or a half inch, whatever, but they use a T, and uh, he's not done that. He's just a junior, and uh, he's got this year and all of next year. So it's re it's really nice because he is playing soccer that that you know he can come out and kick for the Panthers well, football team. If you're Coach Clark, you gotta like how you came out after half. I mean, you know, there probably wasn't a whole lot to be said at halftime other than quit making mistakes, get out and and do what you got to do. And Panthers did that exactly. Again, with uh, Edwards and uh, Lim Wash uh, doing uh, all the carry. Yeah, that was a 67-yard drive in about, what, three plays, maybe four. And uh, the big run, of course, was Dylan Edwards. And, man, he just flat. He found a bit of a seam, and that's all it took with him. And he turned the Jets on. And all of a sudden, he's in the end zone. The Panthers lead now 23-14. Well, we shut off the Newton in the first half uh, run game. We just gotta gotta stay away from the big play and come out here defensively and force a three and out. Well, the Panthers, you know, you, you got to figure if Newton, you know, Newton 
falls behind by another score, they're going to start throwing a lot. So, you know, that could could evolve into a little bit of an interception. Nice high end over end by Simmons. It's going to be fielded at about the five-yard line. Gets out and gets just lit up at about the 18-yard line. Jack Heilman just unloaded. I mean, that, that's what you teach for the guys running down the field. Heilman just unplanted the Newton Railers. Yeah, he hit him pretty good. It was short of the 20, so you can't you can't hardly, you know, I think that's Coach's goal to keep him inside the 20, and they're at the 19, and, uh, you know, that guy went dead straight backwards. Well, if that doesn't fire up a defensive unit, seeing uh, – Heilman go down the field like that. Experienced senior uh, linebacker for well, the Panthers. Our two corners are in man-to-man coverage right now. And they hand it off. He tries to, tries to change directions, does Forrest, but he doesn't get back to the line of scrimmage. And I'm, I'm sure that conversation at halftime was, you got to go out and show what you're made of to the Panthers and so far they're, they're, they're proving uh, that they want to show some things here. Well, they're giving him Giving him about a yard on first down, so it's going to be second and about nine, eight and a half, nine yards to go. Uh, as soon as he got the ball, though, he changed directions, uh, and, you know, it, it's almost like that was a designed play. Savion Martin is in the backfield now, and now he's going out to the wide receiver spot, and it's just Forrest in the backfield with Smith. Back to pass, just a quick out into the Flat, flat, excuse me, and it falls incomplete. Nearly another one of those miracle catches out there on a on a play that Schmidt was forced to get rid of the ball very quickly as it was a low snap. Yeah, it, it was yeah, just about another one of those miracle catches. Again, it was intended out there for Jake Schmidt. You and I are just going to assume that these are brothers. Yeah, one of them's a one of them's a junior and one of them's a senior, so makes makes good sense to me. Back to pass goes Smith. They're setting up a screen over the middle. Good coverage out there by the Panthers. Well, and again, one of those plays, it was just a, a really a, a turnaround pass play, and Panthers were all over it. That was Amari Ramirez on the coverage, and that you can't play it any better than he did. But again, we put so much pressure on Schmidt that uh, he had to get rid of the ball quicker than he wanted to. Panthers are going to get good field position. You know, the night is pretty pretty good. It's pretty crisp, but it's, it's a nice night. Now we're getting the moths. Yeah. <laughs> Just a high punt fielded at about the 49. It looked like Reed Lispin on a fair catch. So it's going to be Panther ball at about their own 49-yard line. Now, nice fair catch by Reed Lispin and having presence of mind to know that, uh, hey, this is kind of a line drive punt, and I've got to just catch the ball. I don't know. The coaches are getting after the, the the side judge here. I don't know what their problem is. There's no flags on the field. Maybe they saw something that they thought the Panthers were doing wrong. I don't know, but he's talking to them now. I don't think the light judge was going to have any of what Newton was saying. He's telling them now to back up and quiet down. Going to be first and ten Panthers from the, their 49. They lead 23-14, 9.28 to go. Another pitch outside. Big hole. Edwards See got ya. one man to beat. Inside the 10. Touchdown, Panthers. <laughs> and I tell you what, Panther offense came out a little woke up here in the second half. Dylan Edwards turns the corner, just outruns the Railers. 
just like that. Panthers jump up with two scores within just a couple minutes. Yeah, that was a nice run. It was a 51-yard touchdown run, and, and uh, he just outran everybody. And they had some guys that had a pretty good angle. Well, but... A couple of nice blocks and a nice cut by Dylan, and then he just outruns the Raylor defense. Well, now it's 29-14 to 14 with the all-important extra point to follow. And it looks good, but we'll wait. And it is. So with 9-16, Panthers put another one on the board. It's now 30-14, to 14, Kevin. I don't know that the coaches could, could ask for a better start than what they got. Two no. touchdowns and a three and out. They, they, they absolutely, absolutely had a great defensive stand. They get the ball in their hands and uh, put, you know, would, uh, immediately put points on the board. If you're new, you got to you gotta be careful not to get your daubers down now. Yeah, and, and yeah, because they're, I mean, they're really close to, I mean, the Panthers are really close to blowing this one wide, wide open. And yeah, you gotta, you gotta keep your head in the game if you're Newton. And, uh, Derby's breaking their sideline huddle again. Uh, kicking off will be Simmons. Uh, from- well, I just got, got a message that the guys in the 060 are, are listening tonight and they're excited for the Panthers. Well, I'm glad those, those guys, you know, we've got to have their support. Panthers will be kicking off from the 40. And back deep, it looks like, is Peyton Maxwell along with, well, I can't, I can't really see the number on the young man on the far side. Yeah, I, I've got a number for him now, and it's Isaac Klug or Klug. I'm thinking Klug. He's on the far side. So oh, Maxwell Panther, and Klug. Panther defense needs to come out and make another one of those statements. Now, you, you know, you can really build on a second half that if it continues the way it is now, you can really build on that. And that's going to be out of out of bounds, so that'll give Newton the ball on, I think, the 30, 35-yard line, I'm thinking. Yeah, and he just he just kicked that one, just kind of came off the side of his foot, and uh, you could tell it was going to go out of bounds. Panthers lead 30-14. to 14. There's still 9-16 left here in the third quarter. Uh, it was 16-14 at half. Panthers come out and just laid a couple on them. Well, you, you can't script it any better if, if you're Coach Weedrick and Coach Clark. It's going to be first and 10 from the 35 after the penalty. But again, we said it when the game started. We've seen a little more enthusiasm out of these kids. And I don't know what what we got going now. We got stoppage of play. Again, that side judge is getting air full for something. Well, they reset the, the, the uh, 25-second clock. Panthers showed blitz, and it looked like it was Searing that was blitzing, and it almost looked like he was offside, but evidently he wasn't because there's no flag. Well, once again, Newton just has not been able to establish any type of rushing attack. Clock stopped for some reason. It's, it's at 9-11. I don't know why the clock stopped. But, I mean, there's officials out there. None of them are now. They're finally looking at the scoreboard <laughs> clock. And it, yeah, now they finally got it going again. It 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 set still for about twenty seconds. Nine minutes left. Panthers lead thirty fourteen. We're in the third quarter. Back to pass. Just a quick pass out in the flat. Panthers play it, but it's going to be good enough for a first down. Well, that's been the success they've had. Really, has been those quick hitters out uh, 
out on the sideline. And one of the, the, the side judge is talking to one of the Panthers, and I, I'm thinking he's telling him, you better, you better settle down or you're going to get another 15-yard penalty. Yeah, what you what you do like you, you don't want any of the silly penalties, but you like that the Panthers are coming out with a little more emotion. Yeah, he one of the players was you know, and the official got right up at him and uh, let him know that hey, you know, that's unacceptable. First and ten from the forty six, Panthers lead thirty fourteen. We're in the third. Back to pass. Just another give and go. And if, if our defender would have just looked around for that, he, he would have intercepted it. Well, and, you know, you look at the back judge, and he had his hand on, on his flag. And, again, it was really a Newton guy pushing off of a Panther. Well, I know pro- that, probably a good no call. Yeah. The, the, the quarterback, again, he just kind of floated that up in the air. And, and, like I said, if our guy, we had double coverage. And if our guy, one of them would have looked around, it probably would have been a pick. But they're playing the man. And, uh, you know, they teach you certain ways to play the man. Second and ten. Panthers lead 30-14. They're showing blitz. They're showing aggression. And a quick hitter up the middle. And the tailback's going to break it for a touchdown. Wow. Panthers overplayed it. Uh, you, you said they just played it hard. He found a seam. He easily scores. He walks in untouched. That was Kenyon Forrest, so it was another big play. That was a 45, 55-yard run by Forrest. Well, for the first real positive rushing yardage that they had in the first half, they were in the negative zone, and all of a sudden they come out and, and, and score big on uh, one play. Every score they've had so far has been big plays. Yeah. Well, you know what I think about that cannon. They can take that thing and push it <laughs> off in the Arkansas River or something. Every time that thing goes off, this whole bleacher vibrates. Well, that, that was good, the extra point. So it's now 30 to 21. So Newton answers the Panthers two scores. But again, that's the third big play they've had tonight. And, uh, you know, you got, you're going to have those. Well, and, and again, the Panthers were showing blitz. They, they went in hard. If you, if you make the wrong read, if you just take the wrong slant, all of a sudden you, you look like a hero if you're Newton. Yeah, and and they did. They they got after him pretty good. And and you're right. They they were showing blitz. They were being aggressive. And uh, it, that's what happens sometimes when you're aggressive. You just you hit that correct seam, and all of a sudden there's nobody back there. And that's where where you know unfortunately sometimes you got to have a, a a safety sit back there that that makes the correct read. Yeah, and he's seven, back there. Seventy yard pass interception, about a forty five yard run for a touchdown and I, I forget how a far long, that a long pass a play long that pass. was protected. And that's that's really that's really been Newton's claim to fame tonight. And it's it's really it's keeping him in the ball game at thirty to twenty one. Uh, you don't expect anything different from Newton than, than either a high pooch kick or a squib kick here. Every kickoff's been uh, just that. Well I don't think they want to kick it to number two. They've they've probably had enough of him in this second half. And he squibbed it again. And it's Luke Stewart again. 
He's going to get inside the 45 out to about the 46, 47-yard line. Stewart's been a busy man on kick returns. Well, no question. If you're Coach Jacks, you're just giving up field positioning. I mean, I, I just don't understand it. I, I know you don't maybe want to kick it to Dylan Edwards or uh, Reed Liston, but my gosh. You know, you also don't want to give a team the football near midfield every time. Well, look, Stewart's a linebacker, and he's having a career night on the receiving team. That's for sure. Well, and he he's done up, a good job. He picked up seven or eight yards after he was hit. He just bowled guys over. Yeah, he done. he's done a good job. He's he showed good hands and the ability to, to run the football. First and ten Panthers on their own 40, like 48-yard line. And the Panthers move. It's going to be on the Panthers. Well, we had a couple guys stand up that time. Well, we, we, we put our tight end in motion, and I think when he ran by, that might have startled the, the Panthers. So, anyway, it's uh, going to be first and 15 with eight minutes left. Panthers lead 30-21. Now it shows motion again. And they give it to Dylan Edwards. He's not going to go anywhere. They they bottle him up for no game. Well, Newt, Newton's begging for the football, but I think it was uh, picked up way late. Edwards getting up a little slow. He's finally picked up. Uh, but he's uh, He definitely got bottled up on the play. Well, he's talking to the official. I don't know what about. Uh, I didn't know if he, if, you know, he, he wasn't. Too much, too animated, but you kind of wondered if he got grabbed up high on the helmet. Oh, they pitch it. Nice pitch. Edwards, he, I'm telling you, that tackle out there by the Newton linebacker. That, that saved six. That might have saved six. The nice pitch that time. You know, they're starting to get adjusted to each other, Wash and, uh, and, and uh, Edwards. I mean, that was a nice timing play on the pitch. It's going to be third down now. And about, I don't know, I'm going to say 13. Wash, he gets to the outside. He's not going to get a first down. He's going to get into Newton territory, but it's going to be fourth down. Oh, I, I, I think here, you know, if you're Coach Clark, you're going for it. Cross midfield, you're, you know, you just keep, keep the foot on the pedal here, Coach. Get out to the 40, looks like the 49 of Newton, and they're going for it. Fourth down and about seven. So I think it's a little bit of a gamble, but we'll see what happens. Pitched it out to and Edwards fell down. Newton's going to take over inside Panther territory. So Newton's got all the momentum right now. Yeah, at least, at least I still think it's that. a good call by Coach. I think you go for it there. Unfortunately, that time... There was a guy that darted in, and Edward just kind of stumbled. He's not able to keep his feet. But you know, if you're Panther defense, yeah, you got to you got to tighten up the uh, the boots right now. Well, I, I think they play pretty again. We we'll go back to the two big plays. Otherwise, Panther defense has done all right. They're going to pick off Mr. Smith one of these times tonight because he's going to float one up, and one of our safeties is going to come in and make a play. First and 10 from the Panther 48. Panthers lead 30-21. Back to pass. There it is. Oh, nearly picked off. Really great defensive play by the Panthers. That was our corner out there. It looks like Martin. 
No, it was Jameer Clemens was on defense for the Panthers, and he played that. He played it very well. You can't play it much better than that. Nearly picked it off. So, you know, but again, that was that was a pass thrown into pretty good coverage. Uh, and, you know, you got to do that. It was a go pattern or a fly pattern, I think, and uh, he just threw it out there for the guy. Second and ten. Back to pass. Screen pass in the middle. Set up for us. And he's going to get a first down. You could see that coming. You could see it coming. There was no question about it. We nearly had a linebacker in position uh, to make the play. Unfortunately, he slithers past him and picks up yardage for the first down. It's going to be first and 10 from the Panther 40, or excuse me, 37. 6.20 to go. Panthers lead 30-21. Newton threatening after the Panthers uh, turned the ball over on downs. Uh, we said Newton's really had one positive rushing gain, and uh, that was uh, for a touchdown. Short of that, they just keep throwing the football. They give it to the tailback, Forrest. He gets lit up after about a yard and a half, maybe two gained. Going to be second and eight. And I think Newton just baits you with the run, and uh, – I, I'm gonna, I think Smith's going to go right back up in the air. Well, I think second down and eight, yeah, he's going to go. And, and they've had some semblance of success with these little quick outs to the wide receivers to the near side, our near side. And I'm figuring they're going to do something like that. 30 to 21 with five and a half to go in the first, in the third quarter, excuse me. It just keeps hanging around. Yep. Straight ahead, he gets baby back to the line of scrimmage, so it's going to be third and eight. And this is four down territory. Now, Newton, Newton you can tell that their offensive line is, is beat right now. Derby's getting all the penetration they want into the backfield. Yeah, Swetnam was on the play for the Panthers that time. And so the, the three down linemen, they're, they're – they're making a little bit of a reputation tonight. If you're an O-line coach and you know you're running the football, you don't like seeing your uh, O-lineman shoved back in the backfield 10 yards. 4.40 to go. Panthers lead 30-21. to 21. Back to pass. Got a man out in the flat and way overthrown the intended receiver, but again, Good coverage out there by Clemens. Yeah, and I think this Panther defensive group, the, the secondary, is just going to keep getting better every week. I mean, these are young guys that uh, didn't get a ton of playing experience last year. Yeah, they're both juniors, I believe, and uh, uh, they're, they're, they've acquainted themselves quite well tonight. It's going to be fourth down. Clock stopped with the incompletion. So this is a big, this is a big defensive stand here for the Panthers. I think if they can if they can hold them here, get the ball back. There's going to be a pass. They got trips to the far side. They're in tight. Again, over the top. And it's incomplete. And it was a nice, nice pattern run that time. It was just out of the reach of the intended receiver, uh, Peyton Maxwell. I think originally the receiver had turned inside and he had to change and go to the outside. Luckily for the Panthers, the ball was just out of his reach. Yeah, we had we had fairly good coverage out there, and uh, it, it's uh, going to be Panther ball anyway at their own 35-yard line. So a, a bullet dodged by the Panthers, and uh, 
They're going to get the ball back with 4.24 to go. They lead by 9, 30-21. Back to pass goes Wash. Got a man open. Just out of his reach, really had two men open. Reed Lispin was open along with Thatcher. Yeah, that was just Thatcher made a great effort to try and dive and catch the ball just outside of his reach, but Lim Wash floated up a nice pass. Well, and, and you know, I, I think the mismatch, there's a mismatch there because I think Thatcher's playing tight end. That means he's probably going to be covered by a linebacker, and, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's a, a mismatch. big target at, at about 6'4". Yeah. And he is a big target, yes. Second and 10 from the 35. This time, there's going to be a penalty probably on the Panthers. Wash uh, picks up four or five. And this young man for Newton, that's about the third time his helmets came off this game. Uh, and where the flag was thrown, you know it's going to be, uh, it looks like a hold for the Panthers. and You know, that's not what you need uh to keep getting shoved backwards. Personal foul. Illegal hands to the face. Oh, there you go. A personal foul. Illegal hands to the face. So that may be uh, why you saw the helmet come off. Well, and that's that's probably the third time that young man's helmets came off. So maybe it's – and that's a big one. That's 15 yards. So that's going to be a second down and a half a mile for the Panthers. Uh and, you know, they got into trouble with penalties last, last game. So this, this is something they need to work on. Well, and again, the field position is not good. You, you can't keep shoving backwards. It, it really changes the playbook. Yeah, you got it. They're, they're 27 yards, second down and 27. Wash gets to the outside, still on his feet. Going to get back maybe to the original line of scrimmage, so it's going to be third and ten. I guess if you're Lim Wash, you can make up that yardage in a hurry. Well, he made a good run there, picked up, I think, 17 yards. And, uh, well, he got more than 17 because it's going to be third down and nine for the Panthers from the 36. Uh, it makes a third down uh, much, much easier now. Clock moving. Panthers lead 30 to 21. We're in the third quarter. I thought he went out of bounds, but evidently he didn't because the clock's still running. Big third down for Derby. Keep this drive alive. We've got a penalty marker. It was thrown by the line judge on the far side. I thought our wide out might have been offsides. Ah, they're calling encroachment against Newton. That's a good thing. I was sitting here looking at our wide receiver going, man, I don't know if you're on the right side of the football. Maybe it's the other guy that wasn't, and it made it made our guy look like he was offside. That's a, that's Doyle, that's at least the third encroachment penalty against Newton tonight. It's going to be third down and four, so that, that opens up your playbook a little bit more. Uh, gives the Panthers coaches uh, maybe a few more options. Man, speaking of options, I think man, that may be what you draw up here. Back to pass. Wash pulled it down. I, I don't know if that was designed or not, but he had nowhere to go. Yeah, it, it, it was just uh, nowhere to run. Brings up fourth down. I, I think you can. The coach Clark does. He brings out his punting unit. Well, that, that was, you know, that, that uh, 15 yard penalty hurt the Panthers big time. And, uh, you know, you just can't have that. It's hard to sustain a drive when you're first and 27, you know, so. 
they got to work on that part. Now Stewart needs to get a good punt off here. Newton's showing blitz. Now they back off. Kind of a knuckler. Takes a derby bounce down inside the 20 to maybe the 19, 18-yard line. So it's Newton ball with 2.08 left. Boy, the clock off operator's not having a very good night tonight because he, he it's running when it shouldn't be. And <laughs> Now, the Derby fortunately did get a good punt off. So, you know, Stewart got a, a nice punt and a very good roll. Yes, he did. It got down inside the 20. So Panthers have got Newton pinned back. They'll have it first and 10 from there. Panthers lead by nine, 30 to 21. We're in the third quarter. Smith is the quarterback. Forrest is in the backfield with him. Just a quick out. Caught. It's going to be a first down. And that's, a, again, that's what's hurt us is that slant route. You can, you can tell Newton has good timing between Schmidt and his receivers. Well, that's a hard that's a hard one to, to defense. I mean, you got to either be right there with it, or it's going to be a completion. It, that's a hard one to. Well, and it is. They're they're, they're spreading way outside, and he's just coming hard on a slant route back to the middle of the field, and uh, they pick up a good first down. First and ten from the thirty. Their own thirty. Back to pass again. Just throwing it up for the near side receiver. Nice pass protection by the Panthers. Again, that time it uh, it was Aikens on the coverage. Doyle, you can't play it a whole lot better than that. You know what I've noticed, though? Newton's getting a lot more protection. They're giving Schmidt time to set up and throw the ball. Well, what I noticed on the coverage end of it was that arm by the, by the wide receiver kind of pushing on on Atkins and uh, good coverage nonetheless it looked like it you know it was probably it's probably a good no call but you know it could have been another offensive pi second long panthers a little bit of a screen in the middle again they get it to 21 for us and he gets out past the 45 so that was an obvious setup, and it's the same play they used, I believe. Yeah, and you got to read it if you're the Panthers. I mean, when you when you know that you got five guys in the backfield breathing down the quarterback's neck, you got to have a linebacker or safety come up and make that read. You know, they they pick up an easy first down on the screen. Yeah, it, it was it was obvious. I mean, it's obvious to us, but we've got a good vision up here. Uh, I mean, we might be sitting on some rickety table, but we're, we, we've got good vision. So it's going to be first and 10 for Newton. Clock moving. Panthers lead 30-21. Again, they hand it off to the tailback, Forrest, and he's picked things up a little bit. Newton's changed something because uh, just just since the middle of the third quarter because – He's starting to pick up some yards now. Well, they're getting some blocks up front now. That's what we were saying. Schmidt's getting a little more time when he wants to throw the football. They're setting the Panthers up. They're doing a good job of, you know, hey, we'll run a screen play, and that those usually work when a team is very aggressive. Third and five, or second and five, excuse me, Panthers lead 30-21. Newton threatening. They're in Panther territory. 
Back to pass. It's obvious who he's going to. I don't know. He's calling it a catch. Oh, it was a catch. He, he made a tremendous play on the football, sliding catch to come up with the ball, and, and we had good coverage again. He just broke to the inside, slides in, and makes a huge catch. Well, again, it was uh, it was number – it was Peyton Maxwell. He made the first great catch for Newton, and he made a second one. That's going to end the third quarter. Panthers lead 30-21. This is Panther Football on KDKQ Alive 105. We'll be back. I'm Keith Stevens. Join Donna Cruz and me this weekend for Keep the Faith. Matthew West shares about the good that can come from bad. We've been taking these family walks, and we started talking about taking turns as a family, and we say, okay, what was your silver lining today? But that right there, that family walk, is one of my silver linings every day. I hope you can join us for Keep the Faith. Saturday, 6 to noon, and weekday mornings, 6 to 9, on Alive 105. If you love smooth jazz, you're going to love Sunday nights on Alive 105. Sunday night from 8 to midnight, it's Christian smooth jazz, featuring gospel jazz and emerging format, blending elements of gospel, R&B, jazz, smooth jazz, and praise and worship music, creating a contemporary sound that is inspirational, passionate, and musically complex. Join us every Sunday night, 8 to midnight, on Alive 105 for Christian smooth jazz. We're back at Newton, where we're ready to start the fourth quarter. Panthers lead 30-21, but another big play by the Railers. Uh, it was an outstanding catch by the receiver, and uh, the pass wasn't really that good. The receiver adjusted to the ball and was able to catch it, but nevertheless, it's first and 10 for Newton on the 14-yard line of the Panthers. They hand it off to the tailback, Forrest, and he gets, I don't know, he, he might get back to the line of scrimmage. It's going to be, he, he got very little gain on first down. I'll say this, Newton's got some receivers that have made some phenomenal catches tonight. Well, so far they have. I mean, it, it's unbelievable. And and the guy that's making the big catch, you can see you can see the quarterback. As soon as he sets up, he's looking at him and just throwing it to a spot. And he's doing a good job. I mean, he's split out wide. 20 yards. Uh, it makes you think these guys have worked together a long time because there's a lot of uh, a spot passes. Second and 10. Back to pass on a rollout. Just a little bit of a tight end drag. Panthers get him at about the five, but that was just a drag, drag route. Now Schmidt started to the left and then just turned direction and rolled out, came back to the right side. Found a receiver wide open downfield. There's a tight end for Newton. Uh, that would be Braden Botterwick. He's 6'4", 215. The Panthers, they, they hit him immediately, but, I mean, he's wide open at the five. Now, Panthers pursued and, uh, to, the, to the far side until, uh, until he rolled back out the opposite direction. Clock moving. Panthers lead by nine. At the moment, incomplete. Good coverage out there. I think it was it was Clemens for the Panthers. Yeah, he, he's he's had a good a good night at corner for the Panthers. Hard, he, 
he broke that up. Our D-backs really have had a pretty decent night as far as having coverage and just a couple of phenomenal catches by Newton. Going to be second down. That stopped the clock. The incompletion. Going to be second down and goal from the four for Newton. They aren't, they aren't getting to the quarterback. They haven't been able to put any pressure on him the last couple of possessions. Again, they give it to the tailback. He gets knocked down short of the goal line. There's that helmet off again. <laughs> and I got news for the young man. He's supposed to, to be off the field for a play. Well, that's kind of what I thought. But evidently, that because of COVID, they're not enforcing that. <laughs> yeah, everything's blamed on COVID now. <laughs> going to be third and goal from the two. So Newton, they can run or pass in this position. Oh, and there's a... a now they, 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 the penalty flag came out pretty quick because it was a very errant snap and uh, could have been disastrous for Newton, but I think they called the penalty a false start before uh, before that happened. That will that will move the ball back five yards, so that'll, that'll be a be second down and should be about seven. Make now that third, third down. Third down and about seven from the seven. Now this this is a couple of big downs for the Panthers. So yeah, if, if and and that that could have been a disaster for Newton. I mean, if because that snap went right through the quarterback's legs, I think. Got You got to watch the pass. Back to pass, looking to the near side. Now he's getting pressure put on him. Almost intercepted. Yeah, Panthers did a good job knocking that ball away, but once again, what makes a difference is putting pressure on Schmidt. Yeah, that time it was uh, putting the pressure on him. He was about a half step behind him was Isaac Sweatham. Sweatnam, excuse me. He was putting the pressure. Ah, I think they're going to try and kick a field goal here. Well, at least that's what the, but the quarterback, it looks like he's the holder. So the Panthers got to be ready for this. And, and they, they need to be aware that Smith is. Well, you're down holder. nine. It's probably not a bad call if you're new. And the kicks up and it's good. He drilled it. So it's now 30 to 24 with 926 to go in the ball game. That was a, a good a good defensive stand inside the five by the Panthers just to give up a, a field goal. That, that was good. And you know, like I said, you're down nine. You know you got to have a couple scores here if you're Newton. So why not bring it back uh, to a, to a one score ball game? And if you're the Panthers, yeah, you 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 won something there. If you're Newton, you you can't afford to come down there oh, without points. Goodness, I hate I'm, that. I'm getting used to it. I I I got to teach you that after the score, it's going to happen. Well. I'm just not expecting the darn thing. <laughs> well, they've moved the cannon. The cannon used to be way down in the end zone, and now it's right behind it, us. Yeah, it's close to us. Is that, every time it goes off, this this thing we're sitting on vibrates. <laughs> and plus, it, it makes a loud noise. I'm sure the listeners at home have heard it every time. If you're Luke Stewart, you got to be thinking, man, here comes another kick to me. Yeah, Luke's got to be thinking, maybe I can go all the way back with this one. I'm kind of looking for him. He should be on the far side over there. 
Another pooch. They're coming right down the loop. 35. Still on his feet. 40, 45, 50. Inside of Newton territory, inside the 45-yard line. I mean, again, if you're Coach Jacks, I don't understand it. You're giving the Panthers great field position on every one of these kicks. I understand you're a little bit concerned about Dylan Edwards and Reed Liston back there, but why do you trade that kind of field position? Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Luke Sturdy, get the special team player of the game, man. He's he's <laughs> had every kick except the first one, and he's returned them well. Oh, great job that time by Stewart. Panthers have it on the 42-yard line of Newton, so a good time for the Panthers to put something together. They give it to Edwards. Big hole up the middle. Ten. Inside the 25. Down close to the 20. Inside. <laughs> still, still on his feet. Down close to the 15. Uh, Dylan Edwards, as we said, maybe 150 pounds soaking wet. He, he's quick. He's fast. I mean, he just bowled over a couple, couple of Railer defenders. Panthers lead 30-24, but they are threatening very quickly at the 16-yard, 17-yard line. Newton's going to call timeout. I think somebody called timeout. Oh, the coach was running down the field begging for a timeout. He didn't like how uh, how things were setting up there. Well, I just know that uh, Dylan Edwards made another tough run, and, and he's not very big, uh, guys. He's, he's probably 150 pounds maybe. You know, you see him get hit, I mean, really rocked, and he gets right back up. So he's a tough kid as well. Tough kid and uh, tremendous quickness. Yes, tremendous. And we we saw that on his first two carries of the of the uh, second half. He scored both times, and, uh, you know, he just hadn't got on track till that run right there. So that, that was a good run by him, and, uh, you know, it puts the Panthers uh, at the 17-yard line. Well, and I think, you know, Derby was in that hurry-up offense. I immediately saw the coach running down the field, and and, I, and that's why I knew he was going to call timeout. He just didn't like the way things were setting up. Well, it, it'll it'll be interesting to uh, see how the rest of this drive goes. Panthers need to not turn the ball over, and uh, it looks like Luke Stewart is in at one of the wide receiver positions. Edwards inside the 10, down to about the 9, so close to a first down. Well, why not put Luke Stewart in if you're going to try and pick up a good block? And, and Edwards cuts back into the middle of the field and picks up great yardage. Well, Luke's, Luke's a receiver tonight, so he, he's right where he should be. And, and that's right, you get his block out there. They pitch it again. Oh, read very well by See, I, I think sometimes, I think sometimes Lim... Pitches it too quick, and and that was one of those times. There was nowhere for Edwards to go, nowhere. No, he's going to lose seven or eight on the play. Now it's third down and, and long for the Panthers. They lead 30-24. Up the middle, no, very little gain for Wash, so it's going to be fourth down. So what do you do if you're Coach Clark? Do you bring in Simmons and kick an extra point, or or do you go for fourth and long? I, I think you go There's not an extra point, but a field goal. I think you go fourth and long. And you know what's hurting the Panthers now is that you know, Newt's starting to sell out on the run a little bit. Well, I, I know the last two plays were, well, they just didn't, didn't, uh, they just didn't look good from the start. 
This, this is a big deal. Big decision here. Fourth and about 11. Uh, coach calls timeout. Probably a great timeout by Coach Clark. Yeah, there's seven minutes and 20 seconds to go in the ball game. Newton is only six points behind now after trailing at one time 30 to uh, 30 to 14. Well, Doyle, this is this is down at the part of the game. I mean, you know, you, you go back to Newton kicking that field goal. It was a smart play by Coach Jackson. Derby's down here threatening. You gotta come away with, you know, you don't have to score at all here. You you can get a first down. You just gotta come up with a big play. Yeah, they they need a big play, and and like I said, the last two plays just they just didn't look like they were gonna gonna do anything. And uh, you know, after getting down to a uh, you know basically a second down and a couple, now that's it's fourth down and eleven. Well, don't be surprised. You know, you, you you can throw the ball here. Don't be surprised to see Coach Clark use something deep in that uh, bag of tricks. Might be a gadget play coming up. Wash. Now he t- pulls it down and runs. Going to get a first down. Touchdown, Panthers. Well, that's Pat and Lim Wash. What a great play. He goes back, acts like he's going to pass, and then cuts the ball up and is able to score the touchdown. Huge play for the Panthers. Huge, just absolutely huge. That was a fourth down and, and 11. And th- like you said, they didn't have to score, but Wash was able to get outside and, and uh, you know, he made something happen. Oh, great. You know, hey, and I'm sure Coach Clark told him that. Hey, go set up in the pocket. If it's not there, take the ball and run. And Newton didn't have an answer for it. Well, it's now 36 24 with the extra point to follow. Simmons is the kicker. I'm not so sure about that one. It was no good. Yeah, he he didn't hit that one as crisp, but well, it, the, it looked the, like the hold was a little bit. The snap was low. and It was. It was, and it forced Simmons to hurry a little bit, and he just kicked it off to the uh, far side uh, post. Well, Panthers lead by 12 with 7-12 to go, and, and you know, they can still, you know, they've got to bring it to Newton. They, they can't sit back and, and let this happen. They've got to bring it. And, well, Newton's, uh, Newton's got a ton of confidence still. and As they've showed all night tonight, that they can hit things quick. Yes, and the Panthers could use uh, another three and out and uh, uh, go for, boy, you know, that, that cannon's got me so messed <laughs> up. My legs well, they only They only do that when Newton scores, so yeah. I'll give you a little secret. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, they can... But I hear you. I hear you. Got me messed up, that's for sure. I'm going to be punchy the rest of the night. (laughs) Anyway, Panthers will be kicking off from their 40. Be Simmons kicking off. They lead by 12. 7-12 to go in the game. Nice score there by Lim Wash. 17-yard or 18-yard touchdown run. High end over end is going to be fielded at about the 15. Runner gets brought down at about the 25. Nice open field tackle out there by uh, one of the Panthers. It looked like it was Brooks Crawford. Well, the Panthers need to, to, to realize that uh, Schmidt's probably going to come out here gunning now. Well, yeah, you got you got to figure that. I mean, he's going to be coming out throwing the ball. They're behind by 12. There's seven minutes left. Uh, 
he's not going to, they're not going to do a whole lot of running, I, I don't think. So the Panther, you know, the, the D-backs need to be ready. And we'll see what Coach Wietrich draws up here because you want to keep some pressure on him. You want to, uh, you, you want to force Newton to stay uncomfortable. Well, they've got a pretty good stable. At least their wideouts for sure are very good. They, a little they, tighter set now. Very tight. Back to pass. Going to throw it up over the middle again. Got a wide open man. Going to be another touchdown. Yeah, they, they, they baited Derby. I'm telling you what. They, they, they played it tight. That's the first time I've really seen them do it all night. Quarterback rolls out again and finds a wide open receiver. So when we said quick hitting, we didn't. I, I didn't expect it to be ten seconds. Yeah, that was uh, that was quite another one of those. Wide, that was a second second pass play that's been wide open for Newton like that one, and the quarterback hits him in stride. Yeah, so, Schmidt's got a good arm. Very gosh. accurate. I, I, I'm going to start tapping you on the back before that happens. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe I'm going to. Send some people up here to borrow that thing. Maybe <laughs> throw it off into the Arkansas River. So now it's, it's back to a, looks like a five-point game now. Wow. That was, that was in a quick, quick play. Yeah, again, you got to go back to Newton and say, man, you drew it up on the chalkboard. Correct. Well, yeah, I mean, again, that's a, what, the second one of those tonight? And, uh, you know, a long run. I mean, this has been a big play night for Newton, and, uh, you know, Derby needs to they need to keep their heads up and get back. There's plenty of time to put another one on the board. Well, when they got in that tight set and he, and he rolled out, the quarterback rolled out again, you, you got to assume that uh, you, you created a mismatch. You put your guy on a, on a linebacker, and, uh, unfortunately, linebacker uh, – wasn't able to keep up with the with the wide open receiver, and that's exactly what happened because it was a linebacker trying to catch up with him, and uh, just did not happen. So you know, if you're the Panthers, you gotta you gotta hope that you can come back and answer this thing and uh, keep this to uh, you know make it a two point or a, a two, two score two possession yeah. game again. Well, I don't know what the, the kicker for Newton is. Uh, He's a sophomore. He's 5'6", 130. Yeah, if you're a derby, you got to kind of think here, hey, are they going to try something a little different? Are they going to try an onside? Uh, you know, you're not going to get any worse, worse, worse field possession than you've had. Uh, this is a little bit higher. It's going to go to Dylan Edwards at about the 25, 30. And he's going to get out past the 40 but not quite to the 45, so Panthers have pretty good field position and 6.46 to go. They lead by five. Yeah, you, you just got to, if you're Newton, you got to try and figure out how you're going to put a hat on uh, on either Washer or Edwards because you got to assume that's what Derby's going to stick to. They break their sideline huddle. First of 10 from the 44. They lead by five. This, this you know... This is, game is a lot closer than I, I assumed after the first two scores. Again, Wash, he picks up, oh, maybe five on first down. So it's going to be second to probably five for the Panthers. Well, Wash that time was a crowd quicker than uh, it looked like maybe he was going to pick up enough for the first down, but uh, Newton closed on him very quickly. 
They give it to Edwards, and he's going to be out close to the first down. I think he might be a foot short. I'm telling you, Edward just has that quickness. He, you look up and you don't think he's going to get anything, and next thing you know, he's uh, picked up four or five yards. Panthers lead 36-31. It's uh, second or third down, excuse me, in about a half a yard. Huge third down play here for the Panthers. Surely they can pick up a half a yard. I mean, you got to figure they're going to. They pitched it, first down. And he gets out close to the Newton 40, but I don't. I think he's going to be just shy. Well, if you're Derby, you, you know, you'll take that quick score, but, man, I'd love to see a drive that took about five minutes and 43 seconds. That'd be all right. We'll, yeah, we'll take that. They just need to they, – they can control the clock by controlling this drive. Got trips to the near side, single wide out far side. Wash, Edwards, back to pass, just a quick one, Reed Liston. Going to pick up at least eight, maybe nine on first down. Yeah, that's a that's the first time tonight that Reed's been yeah, thrown sure. to, and you know a nice call by Coach Clark, loosen up the defense a little bit. Going to be second and three, inside the thirty-five yard line. Five minutes left in the ball game, thirty-six, thirty-one. Panthers lead. Wash pitch, good pitch. Going to be a first down for Edwards. He's going to be out of bounds inside the 30 at about the 25. Yeah, I'll tell you, sophomore. I mean, he's going to give uh, a lot of teams some nightmares when you think about how young this kid is. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's first and 10 from the Newton 25, so Panthers are doing just what they needed to do. They're using clock, and they're getting into Newton territory. Again, Edwards, he kind of weaves in and out, gets inside the 20, and there there goes number 50's helmet again. That's about four times tonight. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand. Uh, you know, somebody's got to figure figure out how to keep his hat on. Well, he's coming off. Well, I think it was just a normal substitution. But I mean, we've seen we've seen several Newton players their helmets come off and they don't come off the field. So I again, I don't know what's going on there. Coach Clark, the very experienced coach, using all of the uh, game clock he can here. Second about four for the Panthers. They lead by four or five. Edwards again fakes a good a good move, gets him an extra two or three yards and a first down. Now this is exactly what the Panthers need to keep moving the football, plugging it downfield, using clock. Clock moving, four minutes left. Panthers lead by five. I said four. I was wrong. I think it's the cannon. Again, Edwards gets inside the 10. I'm telling you, he, he again, when you think he's not going to pick up much yardage, he, he ends up picking up huge yardage for the Panthers. Well, he's he's ac- actually running fairly freshly, you know, here late in the ball game, and he's carried the ball a lot tonight. But it's going to be second and about three. For the Panthers, it'd be nice to see these kids just for their own well-being punch one in here. Motion by Liston. Wash, he's going to score. Touchdown, Panthers. Well, yeah, again, you you bite and bite and bite on 
on uh, Edwards, and it leaves them wash wide open. Panthers needed that score, Doyle. They needed to, to, to score on that drive. 3.20 left. It's now 42-31. So, again, Panthers' lead goes up to 11. Well, I think this is kind of how Newton played last week. I think it was a back-and-forth ball game until uh, the very end. They, they Well, the quarterback had 331 yards passing last week, so that tells you what you need to know there. A little bit of a high snap. But it's good. Simmons puts it through, so it's now 42-31 with 3:20 to go. And and here again, you know we we can we can go back to this, but you know the defense needs to have a good stand this time. Well, you can't afford to give Newton a quick score. You just can't. You got to you know at least if they're going to move the ball downfield, make them eat some clock up. And you know that that last series, it happened in one play. Yeah, I uh, you know I, I'll tell you, it's kind of getting a little nippy out to. Right now, I, I'm, I'm having to. You well, know, I, you I, know, I kept I kept my mask below my nose, but I'm gonna have to put it up there to I'm keep kind, it warm. I'm kind of worried about you because I look down. The new kids still are down there. A bunch of these uh, classmates with no shirts and shorts on tonight. Yeah, but <laughs> their circulation's about a hundred <laughs> times better than mine. I, I gotta admit, I did pull the jacket on after half. <laughs> well, this hasn't been bad setting outside here in Newton tonight. It, it's it's been really rather pleasant and. Uh, because there's been no win, and uh, it's just been a pretty good night. And the kids are winning, and hopefully they can, again, the defense can go down and, and take care of business. And, you know, because Newton has had an interception and three big pass plays. Nice end-over-end kick by Simmons, taken at about the nine. It's knocked out at about the 22 or 23 yard line. That was on the. Re- it's Isaac Klug. Well, and I think if you're the Panthers, you, you got to be ready for anything. If you're Coach Jacks, you're going to pull anything and everything out of the playbook. Well, I I would imagine after that last pass play for a touchdown, I would imagine the uh, iPads were were going on the sideline showing these kids. Because like I said, you had you had the wide receiver matched on a linebacker. And, you know, that's a mismatch. Oh, they're spread back out again now. Twins to the near side. Back to pass. Got a man open. Over the top. Way overthrown. Oh, you know, if our guys would have been really, but that's okay. They they had it played. It was going to be a hard completion to well, get. Well, he really threw into triple coverage. I he mean, did. He threw know. into triple coverage. And he out, he overthrew everybody. Overthrew everybody. And you're right. I mean, instead of defending, we could have probably gone back and, and made an easy uh, easy pick. But well played by the Panthers. So it's second long. That stopped the clock. Just over three minutes to go. Panthers lead 43-31. Back to pass. And it looks like it's going to be well overthrown in third down. And he, one thing about one thing about Mr. Smith is he telegraphs where he's going. I mean, he he as soon as he's ready, I mean, he he tells you where he's going to throw the football. He's been off target on the last couple of throws. He's got a good live arm though. You know, he he throws he, nice tight spiral back to pass. Looking to the near side here, 
Now he's oh, being sacked. Great pressure by the Panthers that time. As he looks downfield, he is just leveled. That was Heilman along with Andon Carpenter. And I mean, he was buckled in two on the play. Those two guys got in, so Coach Wietrich dialed up a bit of a bit of a blitz on that one, and, and the Panthers were able to take care of business. Really great call by Coach Wietrich, and, and, and probably a very timely call as uh, I keep watching Case and Lindsey. He was just a little shooken up on the play before. Fourth down and a, and a long ways for Newton. Back pass, and it stopped play. I, I don't timeout. Dude, let's see if it's not a timeout. Newton's timeout, so 2.24 to go, and, and you know the Panthers get the ball back here. It's it's fourth down. They're obviously going to go for it, and, uh, you know, they get the ball back. They can run the clock out. Well, and, and Coach Jacks, I mean, he ha- you, you got to use that timeout. You're, you're, you're sitting right now at fourth and 23 after the sack, and, you know, you expect anything here. I, I think if you're Panthers, you maybe even play a guy back and say, hey, play center field here because, you know, they're they're liable to try any kind of play. Play the ball. You betcha. Put one, of, put, put one of your athletes back a little bit. Because you know this young man has the arm. He's got the arm strength. Like I said, he throws a good ball. But, uh, you know, the Panthers uh, need to be ready for it. Yeah, there's still 224 left in the ball game. Fortunately, Panthers lead 43 to 31, and, and and really a night that big plays have been everything. Yeah, big plays have been everything, and and that's that's. I mean, the Panthers had a had a couple three drives, sustained drives, but Newton, every one of their scores have been big plays, except for the field goal. They've got some young men that can catch the football, and they've got a quarterback that can get them the football. Thank you. You do see a couple of Panthers playing uh, well back now. Yeah, Ramirez is playing back about 15, 18 yards. Back to pass, rolling to the near side. Now he's going back the other way. Good job by the Panthers in coverage, and the pass was incomplete. Well, Panthers, they, they tried to go back to the far side, and Corey Aikens had good coverage on the play. You know, I, I mean, they sent trips out to the far side. Panthers didn't buy into it. Aikens played the guy as well as you could. Ball was overthrown. Yeah, pretty much. And, and you know, he, it was a good it was a good conceived play. He rolled to the near side and threw it back to the far side. And uh, you give Schmidt credit. The kid's got a cannon for an arm. Yes, he does. Well, the Panthers lead by twelve with two sixteen left, forty three to thirty one, and you just kind of wonder. What they're going to do here in the next 2.13. Show in motion. Read listening. Wash gets inside the 10, down close to the 5. Well, there's no question Panthers want more points on the board here. I, I, you know, as quick as Newton can score, I think you want to, you want to feel real comfortable. Yeah, well, there's clocks moving. <clears throat> that wasn't anything fancy. That was just Wash pulling her down and. You know, trying to get some yardage. Second and three. Again, pitched out to Edwards. Edwards gets close to the touchdown, but doesn't quite get in, but it's a first down. That's a first down, and, and, and the clock was running. I think now they're going to stop. There's it. a penalty the marker penalty on the flag far down side. And a new guy getting up slow. Ah, 
illegal block in the back, so that's going to shove the Panthers back here. Well, you know, it, well, we couldn't tell it was on the far side of the field. And, then, and, and I guess for Newt, more importantly, it shows the Panthers back, but it stopped the clock. Yeah. We need to start doing them legal blocks in the back. <laughs> then they wouldn't call the illegal one. <laughs> I don't get that. <laughs> it's obviously illegal because it's a penalty. But anyway, going to be second down and 12 now. Again, Edwards makes a couple guys miss. Gets down to about the five-yard line. I mean, as you keep saying, too, the Newton's going to have to tape some ankles up after tonight's ball game. So it's going to be going to be third down, and oh, it looks like third and about three and a half, uh, about four yards to go. Panthers, you know, the clock's moving. Panthers really aren't. They're not really in a hurry. I, I think maybe we'll see one more play, and that may be that may be it. Wash, he just drags a couple guys in and gets down close to a first down. Yeah, Lim, like we said, he's one of those guys that he smells the goal line when he gets down close. Going to be first and goal for the Panthers from about the three-yard line, it looks like. The Panthers will have to get one more play off. Yeah, they have to make one more play, and they might as well just put it in. And you never know, Coach Clark just may have Lim take a knee. Pitched out to Edwards. Going to be close, but he's not going to quite get in. Oh, and, and, and I think that should run out the game clock. Panthers are going to win this one. They're going to go to 1-0, and or 1-1, one and one, excuse me. Newton's going to drop to 0-2. So that's going to be the ball game, and it was quite a – you know, I, I just don't know if the game was as close as the score. Uh, you, you take away three just huge plays by Newton, they didn't really do much. No, they they didn't. And it, but you know, it's part of the game. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you're if you're a team, you got to go. Hey, that's part of the game. And you know, Coach Clark tucks away. I, I think some huge improvements tonight. Probably still some things that uh, are going to drive them crazy when they watch the film. Oh yeah, they, these kids played way better this week, and Newton's much improved. Oh, much you know? improved. Uh, I, 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 everything I read on him would say they were much improved, and they've got a bunch of young guys, so they're good. They're, he's building a program here at Newton, and uh, they're going to be better. So, uh, you know, the Panthers are going to come away with a win. Uh, Newton's going to drop to 0-2, and, and Panthers needed to win, and, and they got one, 43-31. Well, they just did the I, – I, I'm going to call it the COVID handshake where you go out to about the hash marks and – you know, the players don't go over and, and, and congratulate each other. You know, it's unfortunate. It takes away part of the part of the game. I mean, at the end of the game, when you can pat someone on the back and say, hey, you know, good ball game and, and good matchup. Yeah, and, and this was a good ball game. It, it, you know, but I think I think the coaches are going to find some some positive takeaways uh, from on the defensive side of the ball, and they're going to find some positive takeaways. And I, and I know they'll find some negative, but they're going to find – some positive takeaways for the offensive side of the ball. And uh, I think there'll be some kids from Derby that wake up a little bit sore tomorrow, one being Mr. Edwards. Uh, he, he ran the ball quite hard and, and a lot tonight. Uh, good ball game, really. And, 
And, and I think you're right. I think that there's a lot of positiveness that came out of tonight's ball game. And coaches got to be a hundred percent more pleased tonight than they were last Friday night. Yeah, you betcha. Well, it ends up 43 31 for the Panthers. Uh, they, they, again, they go to one and one, uh, uh, this is Panther football on Alive 105 KDKQ. We'll be back with all your post-game stats. Sean Michaels and get ready for this weekend's two-hour time travel trip as we head back to relive some of the biggest classic Christian hits of the past. And this week, former newsboy Peter Furler relives a concert injury. And Stephen Curtis Chapman looks back at his 1996 album, Signs of Life. Plus, your classic requests are always welcome at 2623-REWIND. Join me again this weekend for another trip to Christian Music's past on Christian Music Rewind. Christian Music Rewind, this Saturday at 5 on Alive 105. I'm Keith Stevens. Join Donna Cruz and me this weekend for Keep the Faith. Matthew West shares about the good that can come from bad. We've been taking these family walks, and we started talking about taking turns as a family, and we say, okay, what was your silver lining today? But that right there, that family walk, is one of my silver linings every day. I hope you can join us for Keep the Faith. Saturday, 6 to noon, and weekday mornings, 6 to 9, on Alive 105. The Derby Farmer's Market will be at Madison Park from 8 a.m. to noon every Saturday. The Kansas-grown Derby Farmer's Market offers a variety of local fresh produce, baked goods, plants, jams, meats, arts, and more. So bring the family and your four-legged friend to Madison Park to experience the Derby Farmer's Market. Interested on how to be a vendor? You can reach out to Trina Bradley at 706-5535. The Derby Historical Museum is open to visitors every Saturday through October 26th. New this year are the McConnell Room and a TP and rope tying station in the Scouting Room. For more information and to make a tour request, contact Susan Sweeney at 788-7851. Grady Cletus, did you find the book you wanted? I've been trying on this dadgum computer, but it says these romance stories are all the way out in Goddard. That's okay, Granny. Now with the CanShare Consortium, we can request any book from any library in our system and have it delivered to our home library right here in Derby. And with our CanShare Library card, we can check out items in Andover, Goddard, and Park City. Well, ain't that a hoot? Now I can get all my favorites. Hello, Cowboy Carl. Oh, Granny. Derby Public Library. Hey, it's Kurt Wallace here, host for the Weekend Top 20 Countdown. We're getting ready for this weekend show with Jordan Feliz stops by to talk about his music. Colton Dixon shares some thoughts on something that he switched up in life. And Jeremy Camp opens up on challenging people. We'll give you a chance to win Chris Tomlin's new release called Chris Tomlin and Friends. And we'll play that future hit from Austin French and Maverick City featuring Chandler Moore and KJ Scriven. Saturday afternoons at 3 p.m. on Alive 105. Music that's good for you. In need of some weekly inspiration? Join New Spring Church every Sunday at 11 a.m. on Alive 105 for encouraging worship and a message from God's Word that will equip you for the week ahead. Let faith arise. The kind of faith that we live, the kind of faith that functions, the kind of faith that the crowd around us doesn't understand. And when we begin to demonstrate the kind of faith that nobody can figure out, then we can actually become the light of the world. Learn more about New Spring Church in Wichita at newspring.org. Well, we're back in Newton uh, where the Panthers, uh, even their season record to 1-1, one and one, uh, winning 43-31 in a, in a pretty good ball game tonight. And, uh, you know, 
again, uh, we played a much improved Newton Railers. Oh, no question about it. This is a, a Newton team that's improved uh, eon since last time we've seen them. And, you know, big plays uh, part of the ball game tonight. But uh, I think when we get into the stats here, we're going to uh, tell the, the, the real story. Well, I'm anxious to, to see, and uh, you know, what Newton has done because I think pretty much except for, again, we keep talking about it, but, you know, except for a couple, three plays, the defense really played well tonight. Well, and let's just jump right into the stats. Uh, first downs, Panthers uh, lead big tonight, 24 first downs to just 14 for Newton. Rushing yardage, here's the one, and I don't think it will surprise you too much, 57 attempts on the ground for Derby tonight. 431 yards. Newton, 15 rushes, just 37 yards. Yeah, that, that, and, and one of those rushes was, was for a touchdown of about 45, 50 yards. Passing, uh, Derby really didn't have to throw the ball a lot tonight. Five for eight for 38 for 30 yards. Newton, 11 attempts for 20, uh, 11 out of 27 for 254 yards. Doyle, again, yeah, big difference in total yardage. Panthers, 461 total yards. Newton 291. Wow. And, and, you know, that, that, you know, Newton had almost 450 yards last week. So, you know, they, we, we pretty much slowed him down a little bit. Well, as we said, Lim Wash had a, had a decent night throwing the ball, just didn't have to throw a lot. He was five for eight for 30 yards. Drake Thatcher, three of those catches for 23. Reed Liston had one catch for seven. And Dylan Edwards had uh, one catch for uh, no yards. The story was Dylan Edwards in the backfield tonight, 30 touches, 241 yards. Liam Wash, not a shabby night, 21 carries for 180 yards. And Derek Hubbard, the freshman that came in for a while in the first half, six touches for 18 yards. Again, Panthers roll up 461 yards tonight and, and come away with their first victory of the season, 43-31. to 31. Well, that's what counts is that uh... – that final score, and uh, you know the Panthers uh, do even their record again. Uh, like I said, they're they're at 500 now, one and one. We will be playing Bishop Carroll at Bishop Carroll again next week, uh, and that'll be same time, game time, seven o'clock at Bishop Carroll, where both teams will. You know that's been a pretty good, pretty good series here since we started playing them. Uh, this has been Panther football on a live 105 KDKQ. Thanks for listening. 